girl's gonna make sure she has clean undies. Which I don't right now. Okay. And we're going. Hello, we're going. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We did it. I I got this up and running with a smaller meltdown today. There was almost no meltdown. Almost no meltdown. And you don't know what I prepared for today, but... I don't know. Also, we don't have cards today to pull. No, because it's a new year and we're just recalibrating. That's fine, but we do have wine. And smoothies. And smoothies with um, chlorophyll. Homemade. Where's my... Oh, here it is. Okay. The wine of the day. You know, it's biodynamic. This is from mm-hmm. Domain LA, which is one of my favorite stores. They brought this to my doorstep. Oh, they delivered. you ordered it or they just surprised you? I would love the latter, <laughs> but it was the former. <laughs> For now. Hey, guys, if you could just keep my info and every now and then drop by, that'd be great. We would love it. That would be dreamy. Um, it's Casa Parday. I'm assuming it's not pronounced Pardet. Casa Parday. Um, it's giving like spooky Halloween. It is. Vibes. When you showed me the label, I was in. It's a 2021 mm-hmm. and it's from Spain. Anything that's not the current year, especially more than two years old, it feels good to me. Especially a red. Yeah. Um, Roygette, mm. I believe is the varietal. Mm. Is it? Mm, you know, <laughs> allegedly. Okay. Wait, should we do? Hold on. A small amount of ASMR. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Oh. I heard that. There's some guzzles. This is... Is it still this is an ASMR podcast now? <laughs> is it still appealing if I call them guzzles that we're hearing? <laughs> it's less, but not no. Is that even a word? I don't think so. It is now. Yeah. Mm. You're welcome. So this is going to be an episode of a lot of drinking. Yeah, I heard that. There was some ASMR with your straw sipping. <laughs> you can't see what she's doing, but she is getting creative. Just biting the straw. <laughs> okay. Um... I feel like there's a lot about the holiday that we're not going to talk about. <laughs> Maybe one day, guys. This is called a teaser. Ooh, but um, I almost spit out my jump scare. <laughs> jump scare. Um, however, how was your holiday break? You went somewhere. I <laughs> tell the people where you I went. I did go somewhere. I went. I'll drink away from the mic. You know, it's funny. I'm hitting the age, and maybe I should have hit this age earlier. Um, How old are you? 32. Knows. <laughs> 32, I think. Mm-hmm. Remember the other day that I thought I was a different age mm-hmm. than I am? Mm-hmm. We had to do the math. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm at that age. We Googled it. We did. We Googled her we birthday it. date. Yeah. And we're like, how old this birthday? <laughs> yeah. And it and was like, you idiot, math. 32. Yeah. I aged a year right before my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um. I went, so okay, so the thing that I do that I realize is maybe a weird thing to do now is I say I went home, but I have not lived there in 15 years. I think that's, I would say that though, if I were going to Kansas City, I'd say I'm going home. home. But it's confusing because this is also my home here. Um, I have two homes uh, for all intents and purposes, but I went home Hmm. to Texas. Texas. Um, Texas. Uh, The land of no abortions. Yeah, it's not my favorite land. I will say Hmm. that. Um, my parents aren't Texans, they're New Yorkers, and they're pretty cool, but somehow they landed yeah. there. The timeliness of you telling your story last episode <laughs> and then all the stuff that's happened since yeah. politically. Yeah, it's not great. Not great. It's not great. And, um, you know, it hits 
like it hits no matter what hearing it as a woman but it hits especially hard when you've like benefited from the care that they're trying to take away from women um in the state that they're trying to take it away but yeah so i went to that really lovely beautiful state <laughs> you went um, to your parents house. i went to my parents house yeah. which is like a beautiful bubble and yeah. i love it so much um and i was there for a long time mm-hmm. two weeks two and a half mm-hmm. something like that i got a taste of my own medicine yeah i know you she leaves me. me all the time and you know what it's about time she knows the pain that that me. causes <laughs> you left me at christmas i know it's fruit mm-hmm. christmas together next mm-hmm. year um yeah and there's like we had a lot of activities we did a lot of activities we really did this brings up the topic of like is your family or like not even is your family just are you a a person who on a trip likes every day planned out Mm -mm. or not because you're either one or the other no nobody is i'd say nobody's both like i'm fine with an activity but if someone were like here's your schedule of events for the day actually as i'm saying this that's literally what i do for work is like make an itinerary but it's true but it's, it's different yours. it's different you and signed up yours. for that it's true i think and we agree on this and this is why we travel well together is that you can have like one plan that's sort of your anchor point for mm-hmm. the day mm-hmm. and then the rest should be for goosing and mm-hmm. if you don't know what that is i think kayla can explain that to you because she taught ah. it to me and we goose all the time to goose. i love a goose day it's a goose day time. is i believe in new york New Yorker or New York Times comic? I'm not sure. I'm, sh- I'm sure someone could tell us. Somebody knows. But basically, um, it's a it's a comic strip. Like one comic. What's the word? I'm like, it's a square. <laughs> you know, the comic It's square. a single comic square. <laughs> Haven't had a sip someone of that wine yet, FYI. And um, <laughs> it's like a gif, but a drawing. An <laughs> old. <sighs> anyway. It's not a strip. Back in the day, we got our comedy from a newspaper. <laughs> I never did, but anyway, yeah. it, there's a but there's a comic that is Lady No Kids, and it's this woman in a top hat <laughs> wearing no pants, like walking around a park, and she's talking to a couple with like a baby and a stroller and a dog, and she's like, "Well, I think I'm just gonna like follow this goose and see where I end up today." And the whole point of it, I love this like comic so much, and it's referred to affectionately as a goose day when you just like have an anchor plan like one thing we're gonna go to brunch at salt's care at 11 o'clock and then wherever the day takes us yep. we're just gonna do stuff i like that version of planning but your family <laughs> which we're not a planning family i'll tell no, you no it is felt... one specific fam- family yep. member who loves a loves an activity who was just excited excited so name some of the things you did we did a lot. We went axe throwing. We you went, went on like to, 50 first dates. Yeah. We went to an escape room. Um, we went to a place that we thought was going to be cool that ended up being like an adult playground, but in the worst way possible. And there were just nine-year-olds everywhere. That was overwhelming. So we immediately walked out That's from that plan. Age. Yeah. Sorry, sorry children. Mm-hmm. Um, not how I wanted to spend my day. Uh, so then we ended up at a, a putt-putt place that I used to go to when I was a small child, and it looks exactly the same, and they play the same music, and I think everybody still works there from when I was a kid. So we did that. We painted little, like, 
Mm. Christmas houses together. We, I don't even know. There's so many, which, you know, I think I feel mixed feelings about it. I normally go home and hide from everybody and just do absolutely nothing and just really come back refreshed and recovered. Um, And this time I did all of the things and did not come back refreshed and recovered. And I do think that there's a meet in the middle that we can figure out. Yeah. But someone took the initiative and I'm appreciative of that. And we had some fun. Axe throwing was the shit. I would do that again. I've never done it. I mean, so badass to be, I hope that I never have to um, do this, but you know, some self-defense with an axe, like in a zombie apocalypse. And if you throw that and you just get it exactly where you aim. Center skull. Amazing. (laughs) What a badass skill. Or, you know, in a movie or a TikTok. (laughs) A nice TikTok. A tutorial. Yeah. Part one. It is. It There is something powerful about throwing a yeah. sharp metal item and then not only throwing it, but getting it into the wood, which yeah. only happened a few times for any of us. We're not good. At, oh, we played pickleball. Oh, yeah, you did. A yeah. couple times. A couple times. We did some tennis. Pickleball's really having a moment. Yeah, it was crowded. I don't, to be honest with you, as and maybe this is going to be, be me like sounding like a snob, because we play tennis Do and it. by play tennis we take lessons and you know no that's i think that's snobbier than playing tennis is that we have a tennis coach <laughs> we have a tennis that's coach. snobbier for sure we do um and we're trying to be good uh but uh, since i've been used to using a tennis racket for so long um a pickleball racket and the whole concept of it feels so weird to mm-hmm. me i really miss tennis you got a racket. We should go. Yeah, we're going to go. We should text the tennis girls group chat and get a session going. Is so this you got a racket? Is like you suddenly get into tennis? Yeah. I think a lot of people I know are into tennis. No, we're like right on track. <laughs> <laughs> we're really right on track. <laughs> All it, If you get a good outfit for any activity oh, that you're yeah. doing, you're going to feel great about that activity. And that is the best advice that I can give you today. I always say I started with outfits and a racket. I invested in those Mm -hmm. and I'm backing my way into a skill (laughs) set and I can't wait to be better because look fucking good when you do it. Yeah. And when I'm not doing it yet, like, but I'm not what I don't want to do because this is a thing I feel like anyone I know, like all my friends here who play tennis, Ashley, Nina, like all of us, even Carly, like everyone's like but i'm so bad and it's like i refuse to say i'm bad at tennis i'm still learning that's fair you're actually pretty good too thank you i don't i said that the way carly said that to me the other day you're actually you're actually surprisingly (laughs) i'm shocked to say it kind of good (laughs) surprise i i also just think the lessons like because i was taking group lessons with our crew and then solo lessons with that one guy in arcadia for a while then when I didn't have a car, I just couldn't do that. I honestly would still like to do both because I don't because I want to do it more often than the group gets together. We're just going to hit balls at each other. I brought three balls back from home. <laughs> That's the problem That's is have. like it's we're good at skills drills. Mm-hmm. We're not bad at that. And then when he's like, do you want to play a match? We're mm-hmm. like, yeah. And we're hitting one and a half times. If back and we're forth. lucky. If we're lucky. We haven't even barely started serving yet. Alex oh and I God. did one serving session while you guys were gone. Oh, my God. I'm ready. for. I, I feel like and I do this thing where I think I'm really good at things in my head and I'm absolutely not. But I will get there. 
And in my head, I'm going to be great at serving, but I haven't tried it yet, so we'll see. I also think we should do more like court rentals at that place in yes. Griffith or the place um, Weddington. Yeah. For 25 yeah. bucks, we can rent a court and just have it for the hour and just actually play. I think it'd be like fun and funny, but also we just need to do more actual playing. Fun and funny. It would. Come watch us be fun and funny. Don't actually. You're not. <laughs> no one's allowed to see it. We're only going to covered, vine covered tennis courts. Where you can't drive by and see because it's Mm -mm. because we're not bad, but we're learning still. If you do see two girls in really great tennis outfits, you know it's us. You know it's us. (laughs) And if one of us in the group was wearing all white, that was a whoopsie. That was a mistake. (laughs) She thought that we had to wear all white. Mm-hmm. One of the girls who plays with us, her sister, ha- like goes to a tennis place, I guess, where the dress code is all white. So she showed up How? to our, I don't know. How do people have that? So we play with a friend whose husband is a member at a country club here in L.A. And we're just the like parasites who latch on and <laughs> <Yeah>. show up yep. and just pay our portion of the lesson. It's honestly a great way to live. Um but the one girl showed up one day in all white and she was like, and we were particularly not in our cute tennis outfits that day. I was in like a baggy t-shirt and like weird color leggings. And um, we were like, wow, what a snazzy outfit. Tennis ended up getting canceled that day and we just got breakfast, yeah, remember? I do. And she was like, I was kind of wondering like how you guys were going to get in dressed <laughs> like that because I thought you had to wear all white and also... Be dressed. And she's in like all white with like the cute little <laughs> like sweater polo. wrapped around her shoulders. Yeah. Like the whole thing. White polo, white skirt, white sweater wrapped over the shoulders. Yeah. Literally, I would have guessed she had six kids. And I was in a 3XL online ceramic shirt yeah. that talked about candlesticks <laughs> and a bike short. I was in a Zelda shirt I stole from a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Crushed it. Mm-hmm. So at least one of us will be looking good when we're playing. So anyway, pickleball is a... Is a yeah, and our what did coach, our coach was say that it was banned in a city. I thought it was Glendale. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, it was right um, because people don't like the noise. I think that there's just a lot of a lot of wax. Yeah, there's a lot of wax, and I think people that play tennis aren't happy that pickleball players are taking the courts. Is allegedly what mm-hmm. I've been told. Um, I don't feel like I have the right to be that uppity yet, but. Check and yet we me. are a little bit. <laughs> and yet we are. And yet I'm asking for a tennis racket and not a pickleball racket. I love a new skill as an adult. I feel like people forget that they can just take lessons and like learn a thing. Honestly, that's I don't I don't want to be doing resolutions as much as we as much as we've talked about those yeah. today. But I had the thought while I was home that I want to be doing more like activities that I don't normally do. I'd like to like take piano lessons. I love that. Not like a, not in like a, I go every week, like we do tennis, but like, I'd like to take a few lessons so that I could sit down and play like I do with guitar, just enough to sing. I'd like to do that with guitar whenever I decide to cut my nails off, which TV Mm. when that happens. But, um, yeah, I want to get into like drawing more. I want to take dance classes. The, my problem is I don't want to do any of that alone. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I have to find, Mm. you know. I can draw alone. I just don't want to dance alone. <laughs> Did you have any travel delays in or out? Um, oh, actually, hot tip. Um, hot tip. Hold hot on. tip. I had no travel delays on the way in and none on the way out. It was actually nice. so seamless. The only um, challenge that we had was that we landed and waited at baggage claim for mm. like 40 minutes for the bags to come out. Couldn't be me. And the hot tip 
is if you fly Delta, I don't know how this works for other ones, but if you fly Delta and from the moment you land, I think this is right. From the moment you land, they have 21 minutes to get your bags out. And if they don't, they will give you 2,500 miles. So I oh, just wow. filled out a little thing. I Googled like Delta bag something, bag delay or something. And I clicked on it on their website and I just I Googled filled out Delta's a little thing. wasting my time. It's well, because the lady, the announcer lady said it over the thing. And I remembered it because I saw this tip on a TikTok. And I was like, shit, let me look it up. And I did. And immediately after filling it out, I got 2,500 miles for my bags being a little late so honestly it was a well worth it delay got some miles <laughs> great you got some miles have you tried the wine yet no i was waiting for you cheers oh hang on hang on i'm gonna make some noise i'm so sorry hold on do we you hear that asmr that <laughs> That didn't Both sound of as us. good as I hoped. <laughs> well, these aren't the crystal glasses. They're just glass glasses. <laughs> you know what? I like it. This tastes like one of the, the Georgian wines. smell is different than I was expecting it to be. It smells like a raisin. <laughs> it smells like, like, a, like a prune skin. <laughs> It has a touch of like holiday cranberry juice. Yeah, it like tastes like a holiday, sauce. which makes sense because it looks like a holiday in a bottle. It does. Okay, so you got some miles. Overall, yeah. no travel delays. No. Saw your family. Christmas. Stayed busy. Very Overall, nice. decent Christmas at home. Yeah, went for walks, you know? Yeah. It was nice. Walks that, it, that didn't smell bad, you know? Yeah. That's That was a nod to Hollywood. <laughs> Also, mm-hmm. and downtown, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I stayed here, as you know, mm-hmm. um, and it was like an interesting, lonely, whilst also jam packed. Um, my boy that I'm interested in, I thought this was gonna be our time to like not be working and be doing like holiday parties and hang out. He got COVID. Yeah. So that washed any idea I had in my mind of what I might spend those couple weeks doing because um, it's a nice little 10-day quarantine that he found himself in. And uh, instead, yeah, and I, I do normally have like a thing that I would do every Christmas Eve that I didn't do this year. And so I just had to kind of like figure it out. Yeah. And not doing... It's funny, like, my mom texted me. I know you're listening. Hi, I love you. Um, My mom texted me a few days before something, and I had said, like, I didn't have any plans, and I wasn't going to go to the Christmas Eve I normally go to. I did go to one holiday party, and it just, like, it was fine. But it was just a bunch of couples. That's also being in your 30s, I think. Yeah. It was just a bunch of couples and like I didn't I was kind of going excited to like meet some new people and have fun and hang out. But it was just couples hanging out with themselves in different corners of the room and like eating. And there were a couple kids there. And then me and the couple of friends that I went with who we all left kind of early because everyone had dogs. We had to get home to walk. (laughs) Like you either have kids or dogs you have to get home to. And I don't know. It was fun, but it wasn't like fun. I don't know how to explain it. 
And then... That was perfect. I did end up having a very fun Christmas Eve, which consisted of meeting some friends on Sunset. And then we ended up at Sunset Tower, which if you know, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like it's like a great snazzy celebrity hotspot. Great place for a martini. And I had a thousand of them. As you should. And it was just like with a group of people who are also like here for the holidays and like alone. And it was just like the vibes were immaculate. You know, when sometimes like it was one friend, one acquaintance of theirs I'd met before and then otherwise new people. And it was just such a good, fun, right group. Like it really worked. Which I feel like can be, I don't want to say rare, but like it is a little recipe that has to come together. Yeah, like you can't create it. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like, exactly what I needed for Christmas Eve this year if not family stuff because I was what I was starting to say is my mom was like oh I'm so sad that you're going to be there alone not doing your normal Christmas Eve and everything and just like Kirsty's not there and I was like yeah but like it's forcing me to figure it out you know and um and I did and it was fun but she was like I'm making fettuccine alfredo if you want to come which obviously it would be nice to spend Christmas with my mom but I just I am like banning myself from travel yeah i mean i need a break and i need i need i need people my mom has come and visit me in la a couple times which has been really nice and has meant so much to me because no one else in my family has come to visit so i'm sort of like it's stubborn but it's also just like this is my choice like i picked here to live this is my home yeah and um after the last year of travel like i basically finished my thesis and graduated from my master's program went to south africa and hadn't stopped traveling since literally hadn't she's talking about me being gone for a week and a half maybe two i'm like you left me (laughs) she left me guys Mm -hmm. but yeah you you did a ton of travel there's just amazing but exhausting it was there's just no world i could get on a plane for thanksgiving or christmas again well that's the worst kind of travel yeah holiday that's why i leave so early and come back so late because it's it's, expensive it's crowded that's why i asked if you had any delays i was pretty sure you hadn't you're just competing with like everyone else in the world who's doing the same thing Mm -hmm. and then it's like the stereotype isn't what ends up happening like even my mom this year was like yeah i'm just kind of getting tired of the big dinner and like Mm -hmm. it i think it just ends up being a little more disappointing than it ends up being the sweet thing people have in their minds of what christmas should be which is a bummer but like i really would rather prioritize seeing my family at lower stress times yes you can spend For more sure. time. You actually get those really mm-hmm. nice moments. So you're not trying to live up to some sort of expectation. Yeah. I feel but, like New yeah. Year's has the same energy. Like yeah. everybody always has an idea for New Year's and um, most of the time. I feel like every that. year it's like, what are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? I don't yeah. know. Should we just figure it out? I did have a nice, fun New Year's. It was just me and my friend Sarah and we just got tacos, bounced around sunset for a little and then ended up at this like funny kind of like indoor outdoor dancey clubby sort of bar called zebulon i've never been there it was fun i went there with the guy mm-hmm. early on with him and his friends and then we went again because i just knew it's big enough that if the vibe is off in one area you can just go into a different I room of that. it because it's like three different sections and it's huge and i knew it would be busy and we looked it up it was free cover and i knew there'd be like music and dancing and um so we just we went for like the last hour 
did midnight cheers kissed each other on the cheek and then got an ubers and went home cute it was great i actually like i liked new year's this year because i think we took the pressure off of it and we're just like we're gonna figure it out or just hang out the two of us yeah which we met up with some friends earlier in the night and then like separated and did our own thing so i played a nancy drew game for new year's yes you did yes (laughs) you did mystery game family texas christmas yeah so you know it's just holidays holidays Yeah. Here we are. Love. Starting the year over again. Okay, so do you want to know what I've planned for us today? I do. I'm really curious, a little nervous. It's nothing to be nervous about, but here's my thought. Okay. We jumped in and we're like, do you guys want to hear our abortion stories? We really, we really went hard. <laughs> and also, I feel like the people who are listening probably know me to some degree and if they know me they probably know you to some degree because we're constantly together it's true posting i talk about you at retreats like everyone knows like who we are but i thought we could do a proper my favorite sentence everyone knows who we are everyone knows who we are (laughs) we literally are the tennis stars of the world and you know that but do you know the worst movie we ever saw? No. So, I, so I've compiled. Oh, spicy. <laughs> from a list, from like multiple like get to know people lists, I've compiled 50 questions. <laughs> I wish you could see my face. <laughs> Here's the okay. thing. We've okay. got. Some... Right, and then we fall in love? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's already happened. It's but true. I feel like then they fall in love with us. The listeners. Mm, I see what you're doing here. Yeah. We're the, we're the thing that wants to get got. And they're yeah. the people that need to fall in love with get us. Get got us. That's get that. us. <laughs> got us. Good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so I, because, you know, I mean, the people will get to know us the more we do these, I think. But just, I love a question. I love a list of questions. She does love. I, I am friends with people that love questions. Carly I and I yeah. are question friends. I like it. I'm not good at coming up with I actually dated a guy. Just go side topic. Mm-hmm. But like he would ask. He was very good at asking questions. And I do the thing similar to when we play tennis that suddenly we start playing back and forth and I forget everything yeah. that I learned. <laughs> so my brain goes empty if somebody's like, ask me a question. You're like, I don't Nothing's in there. Um so he would get really frustrated that I couldn't contribute on the spot to this question game so I started keeping notes of questions and then I could come back and then like really get into it so anyway I'm I'm bad at it but I love a question person when I'm dating someone and I'm asking them lots of questions like on a date or just in the early weeks of getting to know each other and they're not asking them back I'm like why aren't you participating it's true it's it's a little rude why don't you have anything you want to know about me that's how it feels yeah but don't worry, I have 50 questions already compiled. <laughs> Can't wait. And we're, we'll just both answer them. And okay. some of them are very, like, light. Okay. And, and will be some quick. might make me cry. And some might make you cry. Like, <laughs> is a hot dog a sandwich? Don't answer now. That's no. number 16. Okay. Okay, you ready? Oof. This actually isn't on the thing. Are we but going backwards, like 60 to 1 or 1 to 6? No, it's 60. 50, Why did 50. I add 10? I don't um, know. Do you have 10 in your pocket? I don't, but maybe. <laughs> no, well, I'll start at 1. Okay. They're in no particular order. Okay. But first things first, I think it's been said maybe, but um, this isn't on the list. So question zero, what's your sign? Oh, Gemini. Okay, I'm Scorpio. Okay, number one, what's your favorite sandwich and where did you eat it? <laughs> Are you crying yet? <laughs> oh my god! So sorry to anybody that has to listen to my laugh. I feel like you're gonna get a lot of that today. 
Um, okay, my favorite sandwich. In the I whole world. I can't eat it anymore because mm. of I have all these really amazing mm-hmm. dietary restrictions that I'm working through. Um, gluten is the one that knocked me out of this, as yeah. they do for sandwiches. Yeah. But to I think this is my favorite one because I can't think of anything else. In Palm Springs, there's an amazing place called Chef Tanya's. Mm-hmm. So I'm, good. It's so good. Like, not a good Caesar, though. Shocking. No, salad's not their jam, but sandwiches. Yeah. Ooh. Um, and they have this chupacabra sandwich. Did, mm. I, did I make that up? Isn't that the name of it? Oh, that sounds like a word I've never heard before, but I believe you. <laughs> I don't know. They have a couple sandwiches. That is the they name have their of Ruben. A That's what I remember. Ruben's good. Oh. Okay, I have two. I, can I have a top two? Sure. Or do I have to choose? Yeah. Okay. Chef Tanya's. Yeah. I think it's their chupacabra. Mm-hmm. What's on it? Like, describe it. It's a vegan describe meat that they make in house. Mm-hmm. Like, fresh coleslaw vegetables. Mm-hmm. I, it's been years since I've had it. Yeah. It has this sauce that she, like, soaks everything in that really, like, yeah. seals the deal. Pickles, doing good things. just like on the best bread. So good. Just like literally get any sandwich there. It's going to change your life. It's so yeah. good. Um, the other one is, I haven't had it in a while, but there is a tempeh Reuben. I don't even know if I can anymore, actually. Tempeh Reuben. Is it tempeh? No, they don't use tempeh. It's just a Reuben that this yeah. place locally, there used oh, to be one yeah, downtown yeah, yeah. called Localita. They closed. But... Um, There's one in Franklin Village. Yep. And that one's like not all vegan, but the one downtown Mm -hmm. was. But this is, in case you haven't picked up on it, guys, I'm vegan. So all the sandwiches (laughs) that I'm listing are vegan. Question zero B. Are you vegan? Yeah. Um, (laughs) What are your dietary restrictions? So the gluten thing was what I led with, but actually I don't eat meat or cheese or anything. Um, But they have this like Reuben there that they like hand make the vegan meat and they soak Mm -hmm. it in a sauce and the sauerkraut. Oh my God. It is so, so good. So those are my top two and it depends on my mood. One is easier for me to get than the other. Yeah. You know... I, by the way, I didn't, I mean, obviously I've seen them all, but I haven't really thought anything about most of them. Good. So like, good. You should be answering these on the spot. Like yeah. Me. <laughs> I feel on the spot because I can't think of my favorite sandwich and where I ate it. But I, what the sandwich that's coming to mind is, um, my friend Sarah who lives in the Valley, not New Year's Sarah, mm, other mm-hmm, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, when we order this, there's this one deli out there that when we order, they have just the best bread and it's just like a typical deli turkey and provolone sandwich a deli sandwich man yeah there's just something to the flavors of like the deli stack of like lettuce tomato mayonnaise mustard mm-hmm. you could never eat it but i used to get deli sandwiches on long island but it would literally mm-hmm. be cheese and mustard on a good bread and that was a bread is bread can make it, or break yes and then just the ratios of everything at this place are so good and they put those like spicy, like, how do you say, giardinera peppers or whatever? Don't ask me. Giardinera. The great varietal <laughs> is rougette. Um, but they're those like spicy, like Chicago style, like pickled cauliflower. Yeah, amazing. Pe- so, so it's like spicy and it's saucy and it's we love a sauce. fucking huge. And um, that sandwich comes to mind as the best sandwich I've ordered lately. And then I'm in a sandwich era at home. Mm. So I've actually been making a lot of sandwiches. 
And I have turkey in my fridge With right now. With your own homemade bread? Because that's yes. the thing that she's doing, everyone. Yeah, I'm making bread. Yeah. So, yes, I'm, like, making bread mm. and then making these, like, stacked sandwiches with, like, a cream that I make or a sauce dressing that I make. So good. Like, like toasting a bread and then dousing it in a vinaigrette that I made and mm. stacking it with, like, tomatoes and peppers and all the stuff. So good. I feel like we should. Have, I'm like thinking of all the sandwich tips of things to add to sandwiches. We should have no, a that's sandwich for later. day. Yeah. A sandwich episode. Yeah. Okay. Number two. This came up between us, but we didn't answer because I saved it for the podcast. <laughs> when you're using a bar of soap, <laughs> <laughs> are you lathering and then put like using the lather in your hands to soap yourself, or are you rubbing the bar all over your body? I don't use a bar of soap generally. I use really? like I use like soft soap. <laughs> like gel soap that you squeeze out or something. Yeah, like out of a pump, like a yeah. very bougie. Okay. Well, if you were gonna use a but occasionally yeah. I will use a bar and I use the actual bar. Ooh. I'm a lather well, actually that's a lie. I'm not a lather in the hands, but I have an exfoliating like pocket thing i put my mm, hand in yeah. and you put it and on you there. rub the soap on that it gets super lathery and then exfoliate all over but if you didn't have that you would probably use the bar in your body because i don't feel like it lathers enough to get in your hand well sometimes i, I sit there and do some work i don't exfoliate pad every time i shower because it's too much and i'm lazy but i do i just lather in my hands and <sighs> this was like a debate on like tiktok or something one of us saw what is the general consensus? Are people using... Oh, it's I, like... It's divided. It's house divided. divided. It's divided. I actually think... I saw, Call in. might have said... I have... I thought about this today on our mm-hmm. hike. We'll talk about things and I'll be like, I, I saw this on a TikTok and I, I don't know if it's because you've sent it to me yeah. or because it's in my algorithm, but I did see one where this woman on It was a Tony a and something podcast where yeah. they're talking back and forth about it. That's where I saw it. Then you might have sent that to me. Yeah. Probably. I love them, by the way. Tony right. and Johnny? Oh, I saw it on a different one. Some woman was talking about how you don't share soap because she straight up puts the soap in her crack. Yeah. No, like in the crevice. Uh, yeah. Call that, in and tell okay, us what you... To be fair, I pick and choose. I'll put the bar on parts of my body, but if yeah. I need to get into some like zone... A crevice? Yeah, yeah. I'll, <laughs> zone? I'll like lather up and then add. So like yeah. it's, you know, you have to finesse your way through the washing <laughs> mm-hmm. i i do use bar soap ever since i discovered like osmia and like i i use like a bar of ayurvedic which body makes sense soap. i mean best soap but i will i mix and match yeah. i i also use different soaps for different parts of my body i want the convenience of a like a body gel like a body wash that i pump out but i like the cost and usage like length of usage of a bar of soap so I kind of put up with it, but I don't love it every have, time. You have to have a mix. And I think that's because then you don't burn through the, the liquid soap as much. Yeah. I have like a fancy liquid soap that I only get like twice a year. I have a bar of soap that I switch out whenever. And I also have like a scrub. But this is another difference between you and I because we've showered in each other's showers. <laughs> I have four things in my shower. I have 80 things. And you have like shelves of stuff mm-hmm. and you'll like you do like cycle through different mm-hmm. trying which i think is normal because i've also like in taryn's shower and sarah's shower like they have lots of stuff i literally have one shampoo one conditioner one body soap one face wash i can't it won't ever ha- all your, I have. your skincare is the same way like you have yeah. all of your stuff out on the counter if i had my shit on the counter <laughs> 
No counter. No, literally. No flat space. There wouldn't be enough room on the counter for yeah. my stuff. I had to get a cabinet. You're one or the other. Oh my God. And I, I do want to simplify because I don't use all of that stuff, but you, you know. A little. Yeah. ASMR. A little yeah. top off. We're using tiny glasses that are from my great grandma's house um, on Whidbey Island. So hmm. even though we're refilling, it's actually just the tiniest little. It is. Half glass of wine. Okay. But we will finish this bottle, so it won't really matter. It doesn't matter how. We're just, <laughs> we're pacing. Um, number three, what's the best show on TV you've seen lately? Like, Ooh. what comes to mind? I've got one. Okay, you go first. Mine, because I just recommended it to someone yesterday. Like, well, oh, okay, top two for me, too. No, Fair it's enough. not even true. I just finished Normal People. Fuck that show. I've heard spoiler alert. It's oh no, should such I a, close my ears? No, it's such a beautiful I won't say anything except it's such a beautiful show that I was enjoying so much and I hated the way it ended. Mm. I was so disappointed. I was mad for two hours. Mm. And I was texting the person who told me to watch it for those two hours, telling mm. them how mad I was. The best show I've seen lately that came to mind that sprung to mind, the one that I recommended yesterday to someone, is called Bad Sisters. On Apple TV Plus. I think that you've recommended that. I started it. I haven't it's gotten like, in enough to have opinions. It's like a limited series, like 10 episodes or something. I thought it was so good. Watched it last year. I feel like if I'm thinking currently. You're like True Blood. I, honestly, honestly, I, I have show. been doing a lot of rewatching. Like True mm-hmm. Blood, Girls, so oh, good. Yeah. So yeah. good. But also like, you know, when enough time passes and you think. When you're watching it, it's like so fresh and so modern. Yeah. And then you watch it and you're like, ooh, that didn't age well. There are a couple yeah. moments, but yeah, that's yeah. bound to happen. That's even, I've heard people say that about Friends. Yeah, totally. I think it's just when you have a show that's like We've a all modern show, yeah. it's just what happens. Um, but Murder at the End of the World, I'm not caught up on that, but it is a show that I'm more excited about. Okay. Um, it's Gosh, if I could remember her name. It's the actress who's so very talented that does more than act. I think she's an executive producer. She might Mm -hmm. even have a part in writing um, and directing, but she did the OA as well. Mm. Britt Marling, that's her name, I think. Um, So it's pretty good. That was recommended to me. I don't know. That's good. Yeah. And Ariba, you've had me watch True Blood. I really did like it. So good. And um, Girls I liked at the time, but I haven't watched it since I first watched. It's a fun rewatch. And I'm just putting out there that we need an L.A. version of Girls because we have the Sex and the City version of like, you know, your 40s and up. Mm -hmm. And then you've got your Girls, which is like your 20s in New York. What about Girls in L.A.? What about 30s in L.A.? Because it's a thing. Okay, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Could it be like a, a like a recipe combo? Mine's nachos, so I hope so. Okay, okay, because mine's similar. I actually yeah. had this last night. I made like a black bean, like a mm-hmm. cheesy black bean. Mm-hmm. And if I just have like a vegan sour cream, a little a little like I love sour cream. Oh my god, it's so good. We just ugh, I've been taking. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> anyway, a little vegan sour cream, some tomato, avocado, a good hot sauce. Mm-hmm maybe a crumble of a tortilla chip it's essentially a nacho but i'm yeah. making like a burrito bowl yeah. like i could literally eat that forever yeah i chose nachos too because i feel like i could make 17 different yes. variations of it yes. or if i had to eat the same one i still think mm. listen eventually we would get tired of it but that's what i want to eat for the rest of my life i i spent four years eating beans and rice with different yeah. toppings on it and i was just fine sounds so. delicious i know and it was good What's the okay? What's the worst movie you ever saw? 
the worst the worst movie i've ever saw mm-hmm. again like it's the first one that comes to mind one that i probably have watched in entire like there's been a lot of movies that i've put on and have not gotten yeah i can't through. get through mm-hmm. oh do you have an answer for that for you mandy Nicholas oh, Cage. i haven't seen it i haven't seen it yet i've heard like really good things about that movie so yeah, i have too <laughs> it just didn't land I for didn't... me huh. it was one of those movies that gave me too many like sick feeling moments you know on the same regard to that, and I feel a little low-key embarrassed to say it, because if anybody knows me, and most of you probably don't, but this would be a movie that I should like. To this day, haven't been able to finish, but gave me the ick feeling, um, the Clockwork ick. Orange. Oh, interesting. Which, maybe if I finished it, I'd feel differently, but I had a visceral reaction. That movie... And The Strangers are two movies that like really affected me. So I don't know that I would say the worst yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't think they're bad movies necessarily, but like really hit me in a not good way. I can also, not that this was the question, but because Mandy's probably not the worst movie I've ever seen, but I didn't like it. Um, a movie that I don't like that everyone does like, and this is like my hot take, I don't like the movie Grease. Huh. And you know I'm a movie musical girly. I was about to say something that I can't say on this, but why? Uh, be- <laughs> I can say it if you're gonna cut it, but <laughs> oh, save that for later. Yeah, don't forget. Yeah, I I just think it's I I would rather sit in silence than watch the movie Grease. Really? Yeah, I don't like it. I need to know how you feel about Rocky Horror Picture Show, and that's all I'm gonna say on musicals and movies. Oh, I just got a text from someone. Um, oh. Moving on. <laughs> oh. Okay, where's me? Okay. We've got a lot for the outtakes here. <laughs> yeah. Number six, what's the best thing you've read in the last few years? Ooh. Audiobooks count. They fucking better. Verity. Mm. I think that's my... I really did like that book. I really liked it. That's a, the only book that I got a jump scare from reading. Yeah. And it was, I, I think you, did you do audiobook too? Yeah. The way the audiobook yeah. for this specifically, I don't know how the experience would have been um, not listening to it audiobook wise, but mm-hmm. ooh, it was done so well. And I just, I got sucked right into that world and I could yeah. not stop. And I that does not happen often. I liked that one that I felt like was a good, suspenseful, but easy read, Mm -hmm. easy to read, read, but it didn't feel like so light that it was like, what's the word? Like it felt like a mature, suspenseful novel. Yeah. Even though it's like light and fun. Yeah. But I really did like jump reading it, which I was like, hold on. Um, I think my favorite book. I've I've read a lot lately. And this is lately, not just overall, yeah? This said in the last five years, but I said last few years. Okay. Um, but in the last couple years, my two, I'm going to say two favorite books. One was The Seven Husbands of Ev- mm. Evelyn Hugo, which everyone's becoming obsessed with, and I think they're turning into a limited series. I got I started reading that, and I just fell off. And I really it loved it. And it me in. I it sucked go me in. I did audiobook for that too. And then um, All the Light We Cannot See or All the Light You Cannot See, which mm-hmm. is definitely a limited series now. Mm-hmm. I read the book, absolutely one of the most beautiful books I read in a long time. And then I watched the limited series and it was like classically okay, which I just think like 
anyone who's like the book was better of course it was your imagination created a perfect visual of what you were reading and there's no way that would ever be replicated by one group of people creating something on screen but i thought that it was like a good enjoyable thing to watch but the book was one of the most beautiful things highly recommend okay what's the one number seven only on seven (laughs) what's the one item of clothing you couldn't live without Ooh, is this like like for me it's a crew neck sweatshirt constantly reaching for one constantly I think it's some sort of like a cropped tank. Yeah. Or a bralette. Yeah. That's oh kind of a or staple a for me. Yes, yes, yes. Either of those are interchangeable. Number eight, what's the worst state you've ever been on? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know that this was the worst, but it was up there. And it was the first one that popped into my brain. This was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is well, when I was... have been with Davis for 10 years, so... Almost. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like eight years. Mm-hmm. So like, it's been a while. Um this is when I was online dating. And by the way, eight years ago, not as cool and normal as it is now. Um, has like, I don't know. It was a different experience. Um, but it was an online date. And it's a little blurry now because it has been some time. And I had some really bad ones. But this guy in particular, we went somewhere probably for drinks and then decided to walk to maybe another bar. Mm-hmm. And there was some sort of like church gathering that had gotten out and they were doing like they were cooking food for the church on this like the side of the church um it smelled amazing but it was very clear that it was not for me or anybody else unless we were involved in like what had just happened yeah. over there Unless this you're is like a believer yeah it was like families it was like a whole vibe and like this guy just like without saying anything just walk through it got all the food that he wanted had a full experience as i'm standing on the side of the road like mortified just you know when i had a little snack just when i had a little snack first and Um, only date oh yeah 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 Yeah, sure sure sure. i was done (laughs) i had a problem of like if i was on a bad date i didn't know how to get out of them so i've like notoriously been on bad dates that lasted like all night yeah and same i don't like that for me old me um anyway i don't know that that's like so tragic but i remember thinking like oh this guy well we're skipping trauma dates because who has the time but like just a bad date yeah it just was sort of like this guy is a little not my vibe i first of all i feel like i really do I, I'm finding out that this isn't as common, but like I do end up on dates that are like hours and hours long. Luckily, yeah. they haven't been bad. If anything, they've been kind of like meh. So that's not normal. People are not on hour, like hours long. Like I like even just me telling people I, I'll do dinner for a first date. They're like, wow, really? Like, that's just a big commitment. I'm like, OK, well, grow up. Like, I don't want to do a coffee for a first date. I don't mind a coffee. My shortest date might be with the guy I met when I was staying with you and I went across the street to Pine and Crane, the jewelry guy, who was actually so rude to me and then was like, when do you want to see me again? That was a fun date. Quite literally, never. Um, I think my worst date was Mexico guy. I'm going to say. Again, because we're skipping traumas. (laughs) Mm, Well, yes. And I'm going to skip that part of the story too because that's maybe for another day. But like... 
this guy, first of all, took me on a trip very much in line with exactly what I want and with exactly what I was looking for. And he was a very like take charge. He was the guy who's like, be ready at eight. I'm sending a car and I made a reservation, which, which I love. Nice. Yeah. But and when we had been dating for a few months, this wasn't like a fresh new brand new person, but like a few months we and we're getting dinner regularly, hanging out regularly. But um, I think you just learn a lot about someone when you travel with them and you're mm-hmm. seeing each other like morning to night versus for a few hours in the evening where you just have to kind of like put your best behavior on or whatever. Um, so we go to we go on a trip for the weekend and I'll just surmise this to say at one point he was laughing at his phone and I asked what he was giggling about and this was after like already being like we're done here this was the last day of the trip I was like I'm not seeing this guy anymore when we get back because so much we don't like him so much happened but um just as a snippet of like why it was the worst date um he was giggling at a twitter account called alpha rivellino which tweets about being an alpha male and like how to assert dominance over a woman and like how women should dress and what hair we should have what piercings we should have what what shoes we should wear it was like there's a 10 point checklist and if you don't score like seven or better you're just like a trashy woman he does the green line test but it's for like alpha male dominance not for like compatibility and i was like oh and I was simultaneously texting a friend about this who was then screenshotting me other tweets of this guy's that he wasn't reading to me in that moment that were like really inappropriate and like toxic masculinity behavior yeah. that were things I was noticing he does. And I was like, oh, this is like your Bible. You cool. uncovered the answer tape. Yeah. Worst date. Um, I never spoke to him again after that trip. Number nine, would you rather be hot or cold? like how cold (laughs) this is tough (laughs) just like like generally would you rather my apartment be a little more hot where you're uncomfortably hot or a little more cold where you're uncomfortably cold a little more cold me too do you like to sing i love to sing but i shouldn't do it around anybody i love to sing I, that I know about you and you're good I love to sing I don't think I'm bad but I have like severe like stage fright is a weird way to say it but yeah. I don't want it like I don't want to do karaoke that's fair I don't want to do it for different reasons but I'll post a video of me off screen singing to guitar though every now and then when I think it sounds like good but I really do love to sing I just don't like to do it in front of people in another life I was a performer mm-hmm Maybe this one at some point. We'll Maybe see. it's the next one, actually. Maybe. Maybe this is my precursor. Maybe. Practice that singing. Eleven, what's your favorite quote? Oh. Okay, so this is a thing about me. Like, I'm not good at remembering quotes, whether mm-hmm. it's from a movie or mm-hmm. a book. Um, but I can tell you my favorite author that most certainly has so many of my favorite quotes. Mm-hmm. Edgar Allan Poe, for sure. I mean, there are a few in there that I'm not even going to try to dig up because I would have to read it verbatim, but that is... Maybe on the next one I'll find that. And But that's where it would come from, for sure. Larry's begun the eating process yes, of it's dinner. dramatic. It's a lot of... It's a whole sketch. It's a whole scene. Um, 
my favorite quote is actually tattooed on me and i didn't realize it's from lord of the rings <laughs> stop but why not, did i not know this not all those who wander are lost mm, i love that i feel like i very much lived my life like not aimlessly but just like going with the flow she's goosing everybody i'm goosing i'm a goose day i'm living my life as a goose day yeah and it's wandering but it's not because i'm lost it's because i'm just following what makes me feel good yeah and turning whenever i need to turn and that's my favorite quote and i want to get this tattoo removed because it's awfully okay. done i actually have one it's okay. not edgar Allan poe and okay. i won't even tell you where it's from because it's embarrassing you but can google it uh-huh um there's a song that i was obsessed with when i was a teenager it's from the movie mean girls <laughs> it's, not. it's from the tv show one tree hill um <laughs> yeah same same but different <laughs> um but it was an uh-huh. artist that i fell in love with from that show mm-hmm but she had a song and one of the quotes in there was it's only life and I just think it's yeah that's kind of like our it's not that serious exactly it's only life which like you can take that in any way that you mean yeah uh for it to be but that I will get tattooed on me someday I do like that yeah I also like our it's not that serious but yours is it's more poetic Fuck around um, and find out. It's a pretty good one, too, which I was told are fighting words. But... second place, for sure. <clears throat> I already know the answer, but people don't. Coffee or tea? Tea. And I'm coffee. Yeah. Coffee, I like the taste of coffee, but it makes me feel hungover. Mm-hmm. Um, so I stopped. Actually, funny enough, I'll just circle back to the first episode. Um, since I got pregnant the mm-hmm. first time, that's oh, yeah. when I had to cut out coffee. Like something happened in my body that I couldn't drink it anymore. <clears throat> I like a tea, but if given the choice, like if you're like, I ordered a coffee and a tea, which one do you want? I would take the coffee every time. And this is why we're best friends. Yeah. It's yin and yang, guys. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Lucky number 13. Mm, really number. light, really light question. What are you most afraid of? <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I, do you have an answer? Yeah. Like not prepared, but I feel like I'm most afraid of just doing the goosing and following the feelings and like searching for happiness in small and big forms in small and big moments and at the end of the day ending up alone because i just refuse to settle yeah for anything less than what you deserve well and even like the phrase like what you deserve i feel like implies that some people don't deserve and it's like i think it's everyone deserves whatever they want i'm just afraid of being alone in pursuit of what i want i feel like i have the same answer yeah because you set boundaries you set bars you like you know want to be treated a certain way and have Mm -hmm. certain relationship and i think the older you get the more you hone in on the specifics of those things and it's it's scary that and spiders yeah. spiders really also get me. spiders <laughs> any like large bug that i can't just spiders. flick out of the sky i'll get all the other large bugs for you but okay, spiders you. absolutely not yeah i think just like um i just i kind of look around and see like a lot of people not fully happy and yet they're also not alone and i'm like is that the cost of happiness is loneliness also yeah that's the thing like that's my biggest fear that's the hard thing too it's like if you think about being alone i think you can still be with somebody and be alone yes and that's where it gets complicated and that's which is where... better like being alone because yeah. my grandma when i was separating from my last like big relationship was like i'd rather be alone with myself than alone with somebody else and i've said that before maybe even on a podcast 
Um, and I, I agree with her. But then sometimes I'm like, but I could be alone with while someone gives me a foot rub. It's true. And that's really nice. <laughs> and in instead, the I've just ordered an Amazon foot rub machine after you sent me the picture of yours. Because I was like, listen, no one's filling this gap you right did. now. So I ordered one. I love that for you. I'll be using it. We'll give each other foot rubs yeah. from Amazon machines. Yeah. It's just, there's give and take with all of it. And I think it's just figuring out what you're willing to give up in life and what you're needing in life. These three in a row are kind of like bigger questions. Okay, so that was one. Jesus. 14, what does your dream life look like? I think my dream life is not having to make decisions based off of money. Yeah. I think think that's like such an AKA easy answer fear. absolutely it's such an easy answer because there's so many things that i think a lot of people don't do because i mean we live in a world of capitalism like yeah. it it runs by money um so i think that being able to travel and like having multiple homes it doesn't have to be stuff that i own but being yeah. able to just like stay long term in a place that feels good whether it's with friends I don't, that's the other thing. I think a little bit of that dream is like being in a space with friends. Yeah. I don't, not necessarily like having roommates in a space, but like having some sort of like, it just yeah. easy to access people that like fill up your cup, you know? Yeah. My dream life. Um, I just want to scale, I think, what I'm already doing. And I obviously would like to do that with a romantic partner too. Like, I really like what I'm doing, but I want it to be more and more successful and far-reaching, which involves teaching and traveling, but in a way that's very fulfilling to me because it's helpful to other people. Um, I love travel, but I I really hit my wall in this last year of like solo travel. I think it's beautiful, and I've had some very incredible solo travel experiences and it's not like i'm going on these solo trips and meet i'm not the traveler solo traveler who like goes and meets a bunch of people abroad i'm really not i kind of just don't talk to anyone and i listen to audiobooks for like four weeks while i roam around yeah. rome it's like introspective time <laughs> yeah like i'm not i'm eating i'm reading i'm shopping i'm sightseeing but i'm not like dating i'm not going to hostels and like making a bunch of friends and going out I'm just like experiencing cities from a very selfish perspective of whatever I want, whenever I want. I hit my wall with that. Like yeah. I don't, not that I'll never travel solo again, but I really think there's like a time and a place for it. And what I'm really craving is like partnership. And that does feel like the one thing that's missing outside of obviously like I would like to not have to worry about money and be more com as everyone i think would say yeah. even like wealthy people are like i could be richer like of course i think i, think I just want that yeah like more wealth more abundance in that avenue which is just gonna take away any additional stress of mine so that i can give even more and it's this like vicious cycle of like living in fear versus living in like ease and comfort mm -hmm. and obviously i think people would choose the latter yeah, of course. Yeah. But there's sacrifices with everything. I think it goes full. Yeah. I will say part of my yes. dream that we can talk about more later is like retiring and owning a cemetery, which mm -hmm. we have a whole plan for. Oh, we're going to tell you about a cemetery. It's true. And I really see that being a part of yeah. our lives. Yeah. Um, 
And everyone we've ever told about it is like, that sounds amazing. It's true. And I just feel like it's getting closer and closer to being like a thing that Mm -hmm. needs to happen Mm -hmm. because it feels right. And I don't know. That's like as either you'll get it or you won't but like yeah. that is a happy place yeah. for me it's quiet it's peaceful it's beautiful if you oh, go we to the love right a one, cemetery walk ugh. what that cemetery in atlanta mm. it drizzled rain and we oh had our God. little i had a coffee beverage walking around we met um what's her name's mom oh the redhead girl from american pie her yeah. mom works at the cemetery gift shop in yes. Atlanta and yeah. no one was there. And we're just strolling around, like taking in the gorgeous, quiet, peaceful views and like looking at different headstones and different greenscapes. And we pop into the gift shop because it started raining a little harder and we were taking a break. And it's a very cool gift shop that's very curated and so had cool. like stuff that I wanted to buy. They had like rosemary salt from the rosemary that yeah. grew all over the cemetery. Like yeah. Really cool stuff. And the woman working there, it's just like this nice older woman. Start chit-chatting with her. Kirstie obviously mentions like she's there filming something and I was there visiting her because she was like on set. And her, she's like, my daughter's in, in television and film and she just loves it and she just bought, she starts telling us about like a house she bought or something and whatever and then come to find out it's allison whatever her name is yeah, I don't remember her last name. <laughs> like a super famous actress and we were like what <laughs> mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. also anyway. your mom is lovely in case so you happen to be listening dreamy to what a night like what a nice memory that whole it, situation it was and it started the beginning of our cemetery plan, we'll tell you which about we that will tell you later, later but that like wholeheartedly i see that yeah. in my future in our future last big question for a second what goal do you want to accomplish in the next few years just one I feel like you should go first if you have an answer. Um, I think I'm, I, it's funny. I was talking about it on um, my subscriber channel on Instagram lately because I've been like threatening to host a yoga teacher training for a while. This is a whole other topic for a whole other episode because it will be my TED Talk for an hour. Um, And I think I finally have a vision of what I want it to look like, that it's going to be actually useful and it's going to like hit the marks that I want to be hit versus just being a teacher training because like that's a thing I can do to make money. Like answering the question of like, why do I want to do this and why should they want to do this? I feel like I finally have those answers. I'm still figuring structure and timing of it, but I think hopefully not in the next few years, but in the next year, I'll finally like launch that and start training some people how to teach one-on-one yoga. I love that. And I feel like knowing your personal experiences with that journey, it's going to be really, really nice to have yeah, somebody who's just aware of what that industry looks like, mm-hmm. offering something very different. The and good and the welcomed. bad and the... Worse yeah. and the fucking ugly and the yeah, abusive. Yeah. Exactly. It's just a lot. It's been a lot to process. My master's degree program was a lot to process. It's it's just a hard it's a hard industry to con- to like want to contribute to because everything I'm gonna offer is gonna go against 
the way that people typically succeed within that industry. You know what I mean? And you know what? Shaking shit up. Exactly. Like, fuck around and find out. Yeah. I, like, I said um, on a story, like a series of stories I posted recently talking about this to on my subscriber feed, like, I would love for people to want to take this training, but I'm just trying to be upfront about the fact that taking this training is not going to qualify you to go get a job at any studio anywhere. Like, it's going to qualify mm-hmm. you to start your own business. So it's just going to attract a very specific type of person who yeah. wants to do a very specific type of thing with a training that they just really have to have a lot of trust in me in order to pursue. And that's not scary. It's just another thing that I think is going to be a slow burn. And yeah. I'm and I'm the queen of like work-related slow burns. Like... I think there's a lot I could be doing to like sell out or give up. It is really hard sometimes um, to do it the way I'm doing it. It's definitely a slow kind of scary burn, but I really believe in the why. I think that's the important part. Yeah. So I'm really trying to like, I'm trying in every way to give myself a shot to Mm -hmm. really like pursue this the way I want to pursue it and not fold. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's, that's all I can say about that. But I do think that a lot of these types of things are slow burns. And mm-hmm. that is the challenge and the beauty of it because you learn along the way. But it definitely has its moments of being disheartening. Yeah. The tricky thing is t- trying a slow burn in whilst simultaneously living in one of the most expensive cities in the world. Oh, for sure. And not being a ramen noodle packets girly. For <laughs> like, sure. I'm just... It's a it's a true fucking balancing act. So. It really is. I, I mean I feel that with my own my own career path. Um, okay. Reread the question. What so goal? I can... One goal that you want to accomplish in the next few years. I feel like I have to wrap it up into like two little things. One, I think this has been a continuous goal for me, but eliminating things from my life that don't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. And that maybe is restructuring something, but like generally, if you are not feeling good about something or someone, Friction. you know, it, mm-hmm, you know what the source of it is. Caleb, I have her words in my brain all the time. If it's giving you friction, um, if it's causing friction, like think about it. And anything that's causing friction in my life, I have to like look at with a magnifying glass and figure out what to do because if something isn't working we're the only ones that have control over that change. I can continue to feel the friction or I can do something about it. It's not comfortable to do something about it. No. At all. And it's scary. Yeah. Um, But do we want to live in fear? No. No. And I feel there are things in my life causing friction currently, as we are all experiencing probably, that I'm just really trying to be gentle with myself and patient with myself and understand like, okay, I can either keep experiencing this or I have control to change it. And it's scary because the change that you make may or may not be the right one, Mm -hmm. but it's a change and it's the start to figure out like how to eliminate the friction. So I don't know, as somebody that suffers with anxiety and depression uh, often Mm -hmm. and, and, um, I'm just always trying to work on eliminating as much of that from my life as possible because there's only so much you have control over, but I want to have control over the things that I have control over. 
Especially so when friction is involving other people. Exactly. It's like you can't control other people. Exactly. You can just control yourself. And if you're feeling friction. Yep. I'm so glad that word has like stuck with you because it, it makes really so much sense to me. You can only control what you can control. Yeah. And that goes for work stuff, friendships, relationships, family, family, all of, all it. of it. Because I have all of those aspects of my life that need to be looked at. And work is one of those for me. Um, that often causes friction and anybody close to me knows I'm a different person when I'm working <laughs> versus when I'm uh, not, which is mm-hmm. why it's not happening hundred percent of the time during the year, because like, I think we would all collapse any of us that work in like the film world, like working, you yeah. know, 300 and it's not 365 days, whatever that is minus weekends for like normal nine to five people. No. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me, it's like, finding a balance of feeling fulfilled in my career and challenged but also not feeling like i'm drowning which is where other things are coming into into play for me which is like the cemetery or this podcast or i'm finding joy in other places they don't necessarily have to give me money but some of them do yeah (laughs) the job does the job does but i need to find the other things and then see where other things develop so it's just it's removing friction is the general theme um, and then I'm just really going into like specific areas yeah. and figuring that out. It's like same thing with Laser friendships. Pointer. Yeah. I'm trying to communicate better. I just like, I don't want to play games with people. I don't want to sit here and like, are you mad sit at me? In, yeah, yeah. I don't want to sit in my anxiety of stuff. Like yeah. that may not come off well to somebody else. That's not my responsibility. Mm-hmm. But if I'm trying to be kind and clear with what I'm saying and what my intentions are, I think that that's the best thing I can do. And I can at least like, Leave that mm-hmm. behind. Leave some friction behind. Don't create stories in the brain. We're not making up stories you this know? year. No. So it's just overall less friction. I think that's a good goal. I think yeah. everyone should adopt that. Yeah. Number 16, is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes or no? Absolutely not. No, it's not. Thank God we're on the same page because we couldn't be friends. Anyone otherwise. who says it is, is living in a technicality. And what anyone who lives in tech, it's just a hot dog. Okay, fair enough. Like, this is what I mean. Like, a sandwich is a sandwich. You can, sure, like, the best argument I've heard for it is, like, Subway sandwiches don't cut their bread all the way through. They cut them through, and it leaves it so it's like a flap. Like, the bread is on one piece, and then you fill it with toppings. I fucking get it. Sure, And if you want to live in technicalities, but if someone's like, well, technically, it's a sandwich because you're not my person. But have you ever put a hot dog in between two slices of bread? It's not Someone the same. Has. Yeah, and it's not the fucking same as putting it in between I a just, hot dog like, bun. Just let it be a hot dog. Why are we trying to put everything in box, Grow like up. clean box? <laughs> Grow Who up. is arguing that a hot dog is a sandwich? So many people. I can't. Okay. Number 17, what's the best compliment you've ever received? Oh. I feel like the fact that I'm a low maintenance friend is a compliment to me as somebody yeah. that really values low maintenance friends. Yeah. Like, honestly, it probably has come from you and you've given me yeah. lots of compliments, but like. Well, because it implies like, I know that you love, like, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. And I that means that even when I don't have the capacity to give you or whoever is important in my life my everything. I that get like, a lot of capacity from you. Yeah. But that's because I try to give it when I have it yeah. because I don't always have it. And it's just it's a language that you're understanding. And that's, I think, really special. Yeah. Um, and I feel like when you understand someone's language, that's a that's a compliment. 
Yeah. That's mine. Um, th- this is a little bit of an offhanded answer, but I think the best compliment I've ever received was that in high school, we did superlatives. And it, I, I st- it still makes me feel like so beamy proud to, to remember that my high school senior class voted me most likely to brighten your day. <laughs> Isn't that so cute? It's adorable. And I, I stand by it. You brighten my day. Like, and it's a thing of like people really did, um, if I'm being totally honest, people were like, I have the best hair, right? And they kind of like let you know what superlative they wanted to win. <laughs> and I definitely was like, wait, guys, but the best one on this list is most likely to brighten your day. Like, and that's, that's the best got. compliment. I would love to win we that. We didn't even wink, have wink. that as an option. But like high school seniors and high school is not my favorite time or place. Same. And they voted me most likely to brighten your day. And I, I feel really like there should that. be a follow-up for all of these superlatives. Like, do you still have the best yeah, smile yeah, yeah. or did your teeth get weird because yeah, you're a yeah. mouth breather? Yeah. <laughs> I lost my superlative. I was like um, almost best dressed and then oh. some other girl got it, which whatever. is fine. I still But which one of you I'm works in costume design now? You know, and I don't know what she's doing, but hopefully she's also thriving. I say also as if I'm thriving. And you know what? You are. I am. 18 what do you want people to say i really like this question actually this was a work this was a a workbook moment i think in seven habits of highly effective people if i'm remembering the book correctly i can't believe all of these things that you pulled from for this i didn't pull from this but like this this is a question in that book as well fair enough that and i remember liking this because sometimes in a in a book i'm reading when they're like and now an activity Mm -hmm. i'm like nope next Mm -hmm. chapter i skip it I did this one and I really liked it. What do you want people to say about you at your funeral? Ooh. Because I think it makes you like think backwards of like, how do I want to, what do I want people to remember me by? And then, so how can I live my life in a way that will reflect, yeah, yeah, yeah. will create that response? Do you have an answer for this? Mm. Yeah. I feel like it's actually similar to what I, thought when I read this book which was when I was living in St. Louis so like how long fucking ago was that before I knew you yeah that was like maybe 10 years ago Mm -hmm. I feel like what I want people to say about me at my funeral is that I was kind Mm -hmm. and that I really did try to like positively affect the world yeah I think that that's pretty great like I want people to remember me as like a kind person who cared about other people and tried to help back like a bright spot what were what was your superlative most likely to brighten your day. Yeah. She brightened the day. Yeah. But just in a, you know, like, it's funny. I was on a date recently and um, we were talking about, like, red flags and deal breakers. And one of mine that I said, like, a deal breaker for me is someone who just, like, isn't inherently kind. Like, yeah. anyone who mm-hmm. you can tell when someone's trying or like if you're nice to me but not nice to the waiter, mm-hmm. then you're just not a kind person because it's selective. It's I don't so want selective true. kindness. I want someone who's yeah. just like inherently warm. Yep. And that doesn't necessarily mean friendly. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean a pushover or people yeah. pleaser. Like I don't think I'm those things. I don't think I'm friendly all the time, but I'm kind. What did you say? You're the nicest. No, you're the meanest nice person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's boundaries. It's boundaries. People, it's just how people receive. It's, the perfect example is like a guy on the street. Yeah. Who's like, why aren't you smiling at me? It's, it's like, oh, my job. I'm being kind by like 
like like our interaction doesn't have to be me making you feel comfortable or vice versa but like I also don't have to go out of my way to like feed you kindness Mm -hmm. or like warmth or whatever when you're like barreling toward me on the street at midnight or something like I don't know that was the poor way to phrase what I'm the example in my head hopefully people get it but just like there's a difference between like kindness and friendliness like I'm always kind yeah, I, I feel like mine is similar. I will say that there is a really hard balance to find that I'm always looking for of like being a really strong, powerful, mm-hmm. I don't even want to say woman, but unfortunately I feel like in the like yeah. society that we're in, it, it means something different to be a strong woman versus a strong man, right? So like a strong woman who is also like makes people feel good is kind. Like I really... I work in a world that takes so much from the environment, oh from people's lives, so much from waste. just like so much waste. It's done. It's like it's not doing overall good things for people. However, the thing that got me into film w- were some of the films that have changed my life and made yeah. me it a, is art. a good person. It is, yeah. has the potential to be art. It does. And there are there are films that like I attribute to who I am as a person because of what I took away yeah. from those. And I want to be making art or things that make people better, make people think for the better. Um... But I Even think our cemetery fits in exactly. these guidelines. That's why that's really important to me. Not because, to double tease that. No, it's true. But yeah. that's that's why that's so important to me because I think I've landed in a place where it really is hard and like a bit of luck, frankly, to yeah. get the right thing that you make that sort of impact on people versus, you know, going down the lane of our cemetery where like that is genuinely helping people and I have more control over that than I do in my own life. people and like the it's like a sustainability thing it's helping like the planet. Right exactly. Just caring. I'm sorry me buying clothes for like millions of dollars worth of clothes for a show Mm -hmm. is not helping most people but I want to be able to shift that but I think it's finding the balance of being a really powerful strong woman while also making feel making people feel warm and welcome I think that a lot of like women in my family and in my life that I've chosen to surround myself with are very good at that Mm -hmm. and I surround myself with people that uh, make me better yeah so yeah I try to yeah. What is something people would never guess by just looking at you? <laughs> I don't know why that was funny to me. <laughs> um, I could be wrong, but I feel like, oh God, how do I say this without sounding so cringe? But I feel like my like do dark it, side. Do it. You're like a Victorian person with a lot of skulls and yeah. Like, would you see me witchy. and like expect my home to look the way that it does? Or maybe I can't you answer do? that because you, you're I too know intertwined. Too much. Yeah, I just think that sometimes I don't know. I think it depends on who knows me, but I like to think that I come off like sweet and like I definitely have my own like people pleasing, like yeah. you know, like going above and beyond for people. Mm-hmm. That I think. <laughs> I think that it could be a little maybe. Maybe this unexpected. is your Gemini. Yeah, my two. This is your two, two sides. sides. Like I've got, I've got, like I like. You have. Dark. I'm smoking a joint. Don't fucking talk to me. Yeah. And you have. What do you need? I'll do anything. Yeah. I have. I have them both. And hmm. like, I love to explore things that make me specifically and other people really uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. I really thrive in uncomfortable places that I choose to be in. Um, <gasps> 
Oh, I just, I just, oh my goodness. I'm so sorry, everyone. I just noticed question 41 is what's your astrological sign? Oh, I'm really sorry. She screwed it up, guys. Fucking spoiler alert. She screwed it up. Um, <laughs> I thrive in the chaos and I thrive in the darkness and yeah. things that are, that would make most people feel really uncomfortable. I try to find beauty in. So that's maybe, I don't know if that's on it. I don't know that that's unexpected, but. I don't know that the person that I think I'm giving off gives yeah, off yeah. the same energy. Well, I can just say at a glance, thinking about like, it's funny who we ran into on the hike today. Mm-hmm. I had a whole like mini thing in my head of like, I wonder what he thinks of her at a glance. Because I obviously talked about you on our date. Yeah, not and it's the like, weirdo that I am. Yeah, it's like, he, but he just sees you're wearing like a black skim sweatshirt and had like a low sleek ponytail. It's like he just sees like a pretty girl in L.A. He has no fucking clue. And he, like, if he walked into your apartment, he'd be like, whoa. I Candelabras. Think that don't know and, me too much yeah. would walk in and be like, whoa. Yeah. And it, that yeah. goes like far deeper. I kind of like so. that. It's not for everyone. No. To know. No. Honestly, I'm so secretive of my home. Like, I, I really don't let a lot of people in. Um, and I think people, like, I've had this discussion with people that I work with. And when they find out, like, I've shown them pictures of my home, people are like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Who is she? Grow Which up. is not that crazy. My home's not crazy. No. It's not like you walk in and it's like a goth den. It will it's be one cool day. It's cool and curated. Yeah. Anyway, that's... Um, what's something people will never guess look at you? Here's the thing. I have a light answer and a heavy answer. I also have an answer for you. So. <laughs> okay, what is it? Is it Hamilton? No. No. <laughs> no, it's that you love to watch like body dissection videos. Like I do. Yeah. It's And I... Me knowing you so much, that doesn't surprise me at yeah. all. But For the I record, think... I don't just get on YouTube and look at Dyson. <laughs> I sign up for controlled courses yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing this to get like, certifications from like professional <laughs> lab, a professional lab in Colorado that offers courses to learn more about the human body. Yes. And I pay them in my free time to join their dissection courses. Yeah. I'm not just looking up on YouTube. No, no, she's not just like loves to like. Let me see a dead body today. (laughs) No, (laughs) which I think like weirdly intertwines with both Mm -hmm. of us, where we both have like a weird little. I have a, I have a unquenchable interest in the human body. I think it's so fucking magical and weird, and there's just no better way to see it. It's true. And it makes sense if you really think about all the pieces of who you are and the things that you're interested in. But it is a funny thing. It is funny. That like, even like (laughs) my dad, because my dad discovered that (laughs) when he was in town Uh with all of us out and like, we'll talk about it. And he's like, yeah, I just can't, you know, it's, it's a funny. She just seems like such a lovely girl. She wears all neutral colors. (laughs) It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I wear my neutral sweats as I sit in my linen (laughs) neutral sheets in my bed watching dissection videos uh, that are dubbed in Japanese. Which, like, as somebody that likes the dark, like, that's not my pastime. Yeah. Even but, you were like, that's, I would well, never watch Well, you showed that. me the one fuzz video, which I think about all the time, but, like, okay. I couldn't watch okay. it. It the was f- a little much for me. Not because I did it's dead bodies, warning. but because, you did. But did. it's just more of the, like, for me, I, like, really, like, yeah. It gave me a visceral feeling yeah. because it's because there's, there's a the fuzz speech. If I've ever shown you the video, if you know, you know. But yeah. um, everyone to Google it. It's a very like entertaining video. But trigger warning that I gave everyone before was it shows cadavers. Yeah, because it's showing real quote unquote fuzz on yeah. a real human body. Um, and I, like I watched that video and I've never not thought about it. I think about that video at once a week. 
not joking well now i do too it really sticks with you but i think it yeah. like for me it stuck with me in a real like learning lesson way of like i need to keep my body moving and oh mobile. for sure it, it's so educational so it's yeah. like we say this and it's funny to laugh at because it's like a little dark and it's like cadavers but we're learning something educational it was like so beneficial and yeah, it makes yeah. sense for like everything that you do yes I thought you were going to say that I really love Hamilton and no. other movie musical soundtracks. That doesn't surprise me for some okay. reason. I don't I think know why. My my real answer, because that would have been my light answer, is that like I'll drive around just listening to movie musical soundtracks, and I know all yeah. the words to Hamilton and like the last five years, yeah. Mamma Mia, yeah. like you name it, I probably know it. Um, she does, and that the same way that I asked you, like, does my place surprise you? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm too, I'm too in it. Yeah, like, you're too. That is you're not too deep. surprising to me. I just know it. I think anyone who knows me even a little bit knows that. Yeah, which goes along with that. I like to sing. Yeah. Um, I think my I'm gonna keep it short because we are getting to question twenty. And we have about thirty minutes <laughs> left thriving. to answer fifty questions. I think the thing that you wouldn't guess just by looking at me if you knew nothing about me is just like quite literally how much I've experienced, like all the things I've been through in life. Honestly, I think that that's true and that's for another podcast, yeah. but that is something that like... I think I give happy, pretty LA bozo. For sure. You would rock someone's world talking about your life <laughs> I brought it up on a date recently and he was like, because I got the common question, do you have any siblings, brothers, sisters? And I like just gave him like the very short version yeah. of like, I did, but I don't need more. And his face was like, what? Which I love. It's like, I yeah, like, imagine sorry. experiencing it yeah. in life. I'm like, that's... You're just hearing yeah, about it. I know. But not really. Okay. Anyway, number 20. What made <laughs> you laugh recently? <laughs> anyway. Um, TikTok. Yeah. I'm upset. Like, Taryn, F you, but also I love you so much for getting me on TikTok. I watch TikTok <laughs> almost every day. And I laugh so hard. My f- This is a niche thing about me. My favorite thing that'll make me like cry laugh. Oh, I know this answer. Every time this. is there's there's this one specific guy, but it's like there's a plenty of different compilations. But one specific guy, it's a video of a wife scaring her husband. <laughs> and it's so funny because because his it's reaction so is so like two years ago which oh is the my best god part. it's but any it's the same compilation a compilation of videos that will come on my feed because a different person <laughs> it's, reposts it it's very millennial i watch you. it through every single time and i will cry it's that is very niche makes me it's laugh very niche. listen makes me happy i don't know i don't think i can think of a specific moment i will say i'm pretty good at laughing every day um i don't know that tiktok is that because I only check it like once mm-hmm. every two weeks and only to get... see all the 40 videos I've sent <laughs> yes. you. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite when it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. scroll up to see mm-hmm. the 40. Scroll up to this. see 7,000 new messages. And this is why I'm confused of what I've watched and what she's fed me. Yeah. <laughs> my algorithm is all messed up. Blurry. On there. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think I have an answer. I mean, uh, probably like a movie that I watched. Mm-hmm. I did watch Saltbird again and thought mm-hmm. it was pretty funny. Me too. Yeah. I've watched I did, it four times And it was now. quite funny. I want to watch it again. Um, I, I don't think that there's like a specific moment that I just like <laughs> laugh so hard that I can remember. Well, don't worry, guys. You know mine. <laughs> you can go look that up now. What's your favorite thing about yourself? Ooh. Let's do a light and a heavy. You know, answer. I think my favorite thing about myself that I'm learning to like really trust in my adulthood is um, 
my gut feel like my intuition mm-hmm. i think that's something that like spoke to me my whole life but i didn't trust it because uh when you're not aligned with it or it maybe doesn't it feels complicated yeah. you know um it's very easy to like shove that down but as i'm getting older i like wait for that feeling um mm-hmm. and she's right you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's always right i like i just know it it's Gut like brain. a full yeah it's a yeah. full body brain experience and i love that i can depend on that like i don't always have it in the moment but i know it will come yeah and i just have to trust that it will come and i think that that's just like a skill that i've been working on and yeah. it's um i really like it do a physical thing too a physical thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um a physical thing. favorite thing right now something you like looked in the mirror recently and were like cute um i'm very into my lips right now but i got like the tiniest bit That's of filler my answer too yeah but it's, yeah. it's because i got like yeah yeah the filler of it. it's yeah. a thing of which filler feels, is like it's really working like you're really enjoying it i'm really enjoying it and not in like i don't even want to say not in the la way like i think that there's like a way that it's you could, minimal yeah, yeah like it just took a feature that i already had and just like accentuated it versus like change the shape or look of my whole face yeah. and i really love like it's a challenge because don't get me wrong i want to go back and be like give me more um I want to go back and be like, give me more. But at the same time, I also recognize that like, it's pretty cool that we could take something similar to makeup. Yeah. It's just a little bit more permanent version of it that you can take something and accentuate it. Semi-permanent. Yeah. And uh, I'm really into it. I'm, I'm happy yep. about it. And I don't think you can tell unless I just told you over <laughs> now the podcast. All eight of you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, my heavier answer goes along with the question before i think one of my favorite things about myself is my resilience i feel like i just have like almost a freakish ability to just get through things yeah um and still be like okay and (laughs) my physical feature that i would have said is also my lips because i've been thinking a lot recently about just i think you go through like phases yeah of like wanting to like succumb and like do stuff to your face and um botox for like has come up a lot lately in a lot of conversations especially with men which is really interesting and i'm just like i'm not ready yet i'm not there yet i tried it the one time around my eyes and like it was fine but i didn't love i could i was so aware that it was in my face and i just couldn't stop thinking about it and i didn't love it um and I just feel fine right now. But I look at my lips sometimes. They're really like chapped and I feel dehydrated right this second. But like <laughs> I look at my lips in like pictures and stuff and mm-hmm. I'm like, I have good mm-hmm. lips. You do. Like I feel like my, I used to say my eyes because I do think I get complimented on my eyes, especially on these fucking dates. They're just <laughs> like, you're fine. <laughs> but I feel like I have very good lips. You do. I've decided. Thank you. I like that. I like that that ours are the same. Mm-hmm. What did teachers used to say about you on your report card? Is it still true? Oh, probably that I was just like so sweet and nice. (laughs) 
Is it still true? No. <laughs> no, I'm an asshole. <laughs> now um, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> now I'm a Gemini and I'm fully formed. Um, <laughs> no, I think I, I was definitely, like, I was the kid that was really afraid of getting in trouble. Like, so afraid. I was teacher's pet. Oh, my God. I was thinking about this the other day. It's funny. I, I, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to put this into the right <laughs> words. But I was thinking about this in reference to, like, somebody else that I know. And I'm like, there are people in life really love being told no and like pushing yeah. boundaries yeah. and then there are also people in life that do not like to be told no no and i don't like being i told don't like no. being told no. i like do everything to make sure i'm not being told no because i don't want to feel that feeling of being in trouble yeah. yeah um and i strive to be somebody that loves to be told no and i'll push a boundary here and there mm -hmm. but it makes me so deeply uncomfortable um, so I was the kid that like I yeah. just made the teacher's life easy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, me. she's such a helper in class. Yeah. <laughs> she's such a leader. Yeah. I was teacher's pet for sure. Do I think it's still true? No. I think I like resist authority now. You know, I think I have a little bit of that in me as well. I think when yeah. you are a people pleaser, like who is always sort of like been the the like yeah good girl, yeah. you know, it's kind of nice to be like no. Okay. But for me, it's like. I say no and push those boundaries to authority because it benefits me in a way that I feel like I was pushing over and giving somebody too much before in my past. And now I feel like it's like a rightful boundary. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're at 23, almost halfway. What's something you wish you could change about yourself? I feel like you kind of answered this already. We could stay with the lips and then you did it. Yeah. I feel or like if it's a physical answer? attribute, I think it's my people pleasing. I'm still working on it. I I really try hard. I don't know my answer for this. I put I mine's people pleasing. I I even you, in text messages I take so fucking long yeah. to like craft a response because I want to make sure it comes off just so. <laughs> my chapped lips just discover an aquifer on yeah. the table. I couldn't see it. That's fine. you have one for me. What, what you do would I change? Want to change about myself? I don't like. It's not that there's nothing. I'm just blanking right now. I don't know that I have one for you. You don't have one for me. I don't have one for me either. Okay. So mm -hmm. what was next? Um, what word would friends of yours use to describe you? And do you agree or disagree? Oh. Can we answer this for each other? Like, like. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but someone, someone, <laughs> my friend Scott did this for me recently, and I was like, how would you describe me? Like, to, because, like, he'll describe, he's like, I have single friends, but I would never hook you up with any of them because they're just like, blah, 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 X, Y, or Z. And I'm like, okay. Recently, I was like, how would you describe me to your friends? And he's like, really, really nice. I would tell them about what you do for work. And just like, you're like a little chaos monster. And I was no. like, wait, what? Scott. And it really, I was like, I'm not, you're not a chaos, chaos monster. monster. No, I have met chaos monsters and you are not one. So I disagreed with that. I, okay, that's fair. I don't think anybody's described me <laughs> to me. So like, I genuinely don't know. It's funny not to keep bringing it up, but I watched, I watched an interview with the director of Saltburn. So anyway, Saltburn. <laughs> This podcast is wholeheartedly sponsored by <laughs> Emerald. <laughs> Emerald, we love you. But she was talking about how, like, when she was casting Jacob Elordi, he mm -hmm. did a really good job of, like, being a nice guy. Yeah. And she was like, I don't believe that people are nice. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that it's really hard to be perceived as nice because most people are just not nice. Like that's not yeah. what we have in us. Um, huh. And I don't remember where I was going with this, but it like it really made me think about like I don't know how. Oh, she was like, I don't think that we know how people perceive us. No, no, I and agree. I don't. Nobody recently has said to me, with the exception of maybe someone saying that I was really mean. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, me. Uh, um, <laughs> I don't know how people generally like experience me. One person said it was my boss. Actually, she said that I was like low energy. <laughs> um, excuse me, but I think did she mean way, calm? I think the way that she meant it is like because she compared me to another coworker of ours that's like, which who who I adore. He's lovely, and he is like very like monotoned sort of like yeah. even keeled you know like you don't yeah. just get like overly dramatic up or down yeah um and i at first took it as a negative and was like i would what have do you too. mean and Ex- then i thought mean? about it Say and more. i realized i think is that i'm a little bit more like you know Larry. which is how i try to give myself just how I try to this be perceived is, by people, but I'm yeah. you as my friend knows that I am well, nothing. This, this would also be a harder one for I think us to do for each other because, like I said in our hike earlier, it's like you've seen my ups and my downs. It's true, but is that not the most true form of ourselves? But I think other friends wouldn't wouldn't describe me with the same knowledge. You know, that's probably true. Because, like, I don't I, think Chaos Monster is no, right either. But I no. I think I know what he's referring to in that. And just, like, because I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you're just always out doing stuff. And, like, you're going places That's and you're going chaos. to dinners. But it's chaos to him because he's such an introverted it's homebody. True. It's true. You know? It's but, so like, what one word would a friend use to describe me? I, I was know. told I was a cool girl the other day and I was Love. like, what do you mean? I would. You are, though, which is so that's another thing that I don't agree with. I'm a fucking nerd. That is like. But you show up in like a fucking outfit. That's the that, power of clothes. No, literally. <laughs> it's it's, my it's career. like. And <laughs> before I say this, that's not what I mean. I'm going to let you finish your drink of wine. Let me swallow <laughs> really quickly. Is you show up in like cool girl outfit. And then when you open your mouth. <laughs> What? Like people get to know you and see that you're funny and you're nice and you're sweet and you Hopefully do more approachable. Than you do want to. Le- yes. Like it's like an approachability and like a level of like interesting and depth that I think like I give basic cool girl and you give like cool, cool girl. I don't think that you're basic cool girl because I don't think that the word basic pertains it's my to neutrals. you. But like, yeah, yeah. I understand what you're I'm saying. I'm in a black bodysuit and a jean. Yeah. But and you're like, in a fit. Maybe sometimes. And we but both like, look good. That's like t- realistically twenty percent of the time you're yeah. seeing. Like, look at me right. That's now. what I mean, though. Like, I yeah. but I but we see each other in like all that's the true. states. So anyway, that that's one was true. hard. Okay. Um, I kind of want to skip twenty five. No, well, let's just make it short. Okay. What was the most life changing event in your life so far? Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's my brother's dying. Straight up, obviously. If you Fair know, enough. you know. And I'll talk more about it later. But like, completely changed my life two times over. I think for me, and I'm like thinking of this in a career perspective, but I like planted some seeds long, long ago. And I have found myself with a specific person um, working on specific types of jobs, like as a result of it. Yeah. And that has been really yeah. life changing for me. It's changed the path. I thought about of that actually career. for you. Yeah, recently. It's a beautiful thing. Um, 
I think I can also make this one short and sweet. 26, what do you think your life purpose is? I genuinely think my life purpose is to help people. I think mine is too. Um, it's not as direct because I think yours comes from a place of like, that's how you make your money. That's yeah, how yeah. like, that is your livelihood. Yeah. Mine is more obscure, but like, yeah. I'm walking, I'm walking around LA is like the most basic, like vegan, like helping the planet. Like that is a part of who I am sure. on top of like the cemetery and like yeah. the, also like being the people pleaser, wanting to make people happy. So I think mine's similar. Do you believe in second chances? Yes or no? It depends on the circumstances. I said yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> um, in theory, yes. Yeah. What would be a time someone wouldn't get a second chance? I think that it would be, again, it's the gut feeling for me. Yeah. If I get a gut feeling that this is who this person is, that I felt a certain way or had an experience with them, like done not worth my time but i yeah. also think my gut knows when it's worth like we're all human and we make mistakes you yeah know? yeah i would agree i would say yeah i would say my answer is yes i believe in them with an asterisk of like and there are some examples of maybe no yeah um what is your strictest boundary in relationships Ooh. i think you should answer yours first I think I just, uh, I can be very giving and open, but I really do value being in control of my time. Yeah. So like I, <clears throat> there was a friendship that I've had where I feel like a lot of time was just getting wasted with this person. Mm. And I don't like that. I like to have intentional, even if we're intentionally wasting time together. And right. it's not that that needs to be said or anything like that, but like I like having my time to do the things I want to do whether this is a romantic relationship or family or friends or whatever like if I feel like my time is being controlled by someone else I have a very hard time with that that makes sense and yeah. that I know that about you yeah um I don't know I think for me that comes in layers I don't think it's one specific answer but I'll try to make it very very short um communication is really huge mm -hmm. like if you are keeping all of this stuff inside and yeah, not yeah. communicating yeah. with your partner because a partnership is working things out together right yeah. uh, i think that that's like so 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 very important to me um i also just think trust like it's so basic but trust yeah. it's like developing a trust with somebody because that's where you get your independence yeah. that's where you get all of these other things that stem off of that but yeah communication like and trust are those, my two things those are two like very foundational things yeah, for totally. sure it's so basic but they go into like lived experiences that really like I mean, you know but they're basic because you need them yeah like, and i think somebody taking legit. the time to understand you too yeah like you know my set one of the earlier questions like my biggest fear my my biggest fear is what I said it was, but my second biggest fear is people getting to know me and liking me less. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, you've taught me a little phrase with that where it's like, I, I don't even remember. The, I can't, I don't do quotes, remember? Um, but it's the thing of like, you really don't have control over how people yeah. perceive you, how they react to your boundaries, like all of the things. Mm -hmm. And it is obviously really nice to be liked and, and perceived well, but yeah. like, I don't know. Especially women. I just think we're... You can't do anything We're right. unlearning a lot. Yeah. As women like, in this time in yes. history, we're, 
we get the opportunity to unlearn a lot and it's a process and i think intention is the most important thing in life like whatever your intention is with doing anything because even if it becomes a discussion aka communication to like work through something like if you have the intention there i think you can really work through a lot of stuff with people i agree what is the biggest favor you've ever done for someone the biggest favor i have mine okay let's hear it one of our friends i know i already (laughs) i already know one of our friends um wow partner was out of town she was here with a toddler (laughs) and and like not funny but it's funny because like everything's okay now and she's fine she ended up being fine but she needed to go to urgent care so i swooped in to help with like child care and take her to urgent care and that turned into her being in the hospital for a week and me living with her toddler alone for a week and i stand by I was obviously grateful that I was able to do it because yeah. I I obviously it would have gotten figured out. You know what I mean? Like if I couldn't do it, something else would have had to yeah. have happened to figure it out. But it was a situation where like I was already staying with this friend. I was already there, but it turned into me being like mom for a week unexpectedly. And it was right before I left for a trip. And it was so much all at once unexpectedly and with a a dash of your friends in the hospital like yeah. is she okay yeah um biggest favor i've ever done uh, coming from the, the gal that far. doesn't want kids it's like a, yeah. it's a lot and and like well thank god this is like a very sweet mm-hmm. easy mm-hmm. relatively oh, easy the like best kid. straight up one of the best kids i've ever Truly. met like no argument hands down it was still so hard and not that i needed any more like empathy or compassion for like moms but a little extra dose in there because i've been a nanny i've worked with kids i've seen some of the dark sides and the hard parts of like early motherhood um but i you just it's a different thing to like see it versus be the sole responsible provider no i thrust and that is why i, I was have thrust that's um, by far the biggest favor i think i've ever done yeah i and i would agree with that as your friend that's like been around for a bit um it was a lot and you gave a lot everyone's fine now everyone's fine um i think mine is like not a specific scenario but just like more of a slow burn situation of like i don't know giving so much to somebody mm-hmm. that you lose yourself in it yeah and i think that that is a big favor that often doesn't get recognized. I, I don't even know that I would call it a favor, but I think that, no, it, I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. I think that it's a lot of little favors. A lot of giving. Yeah, a lot of giving that you lose yourself in it. Yeah. And it's like really hard to quantify it. And mm-hmm. that, you know. Excuse oh, me. Hello. Hello, Larry. He's protecting us. We don't have a third mic for you, so hush. We don't. <laughs> we don't. Um, do you, 30. 30 do you believe in any higher power and an afterlife you know i go back and forth with this because as somebody that was raised catholic Mm -hmm. which is like i i don't know in my opinion one of the more extreme like common religions um it felt so scary to say that there was something Oh, beyond a higher power we really were crushing the asmr no it wasn't as good the second time sorry 
I don't know. I think that I've really struggled with that because I don't identify as a Catholic anymore. Um, but I do feel like there are things that are unexplained. I'm a, I, I have a split brain. I talked to somebody about this the other day. I am very much so a science person. Mm-hmm. Like I love factual information. I love research. Yeah. I think that there are a lot of answers to questions that we have, but I also know that there are things that we can't answer. So I sort of fall in this like middle of the ground place. I don't know that agnostic is like the right term for me, but I think it's a closer term where it's like there are things that we can't explain and maybe like, yes, you know what? I believe the universe is really fucking powerful. Like the earth that we live on, the planet, the things that grow in the ground, um, the food that we get from that, like the resources we get from that is pretty amazing that we can have everything that we need from the earth that we are on. Like, I don't know. You can't tell me that there's not something like a little extra there that we don't have answers for. But I don't know that I like believe in the like. Yeah. Bible, the guy, the 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 person, (laughs) the God, you know, I think every religion has a version of a God. And, you know, I think that that's just the unexplained. Yeah, I think um, from so I wasn't raised in any particular religion, but I did stay every other weekend with one of my grandmas and we would go to church most every other weekend. What type of church was it? Like a Christian. I couldn't even tell you. Like a non-denominational Christian church. Yeah. I'm actually probably sure there was a denomination. Mm. Is Protestant one? I think so. Like something like that. I'm not positive, but that's what comes to mind. So maybe that. Um, Obviously, I didn't invest in it. But like, I just remember feeling like I'm here for the tea, you know? (laughs) Like every every Sunday we went to church after church ended and she picked us up from Sunday school. We got to go to the big room that had cookies and hot, sweet black tea. So literally the tea, not like the gossip. <laughs> no, right. not the I Lord's thought, gossip. I thought you meant the tea, like the gossip. Not the tea about like life and... This girl's here for the sweet tea. <laughs> I'm here for the hot black tea that's got a shit ton of sugar in it from the little thing that you spout it into a little styrofoam cup and i've never had hot sweet tea it is nostalgic for me should we make that on an episode yes um and i just remember like going and i'm just literally there for the literal tea and sort of (laughs) thinking like yeah but like not really Mm -hmm. to everything they were saying to us but i did like the community of it to the point that in high school i went to young life meetings every I wasn't week allowed to go. and i went to young life <laughs> camp twice because my friends did were come, going and did I just you come back go. with like jesus things no i would the whole time i was like whatever but okay. i like the activities my brother doing. went and came back with like a no. rosary on his <laughs> no 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 no, his, no no like mirror no not not me i was there for the social <laughs> i was there for the tea that time like the the, the yeah yeah i wasn't allowed to go because catholics don't support that it was because like, it's a different it's non-denominational yeah. well it was like sleep it was my version of sleepaway camp yeah, with my high school friends and there was a lot of like sexual tension nothing happened but anyway what a dream. um i just thought it was like fun i felt very like independent and yeah but i wasn't it was like yeah i'm not here for the religious part <laughs> i'm here for the tea <laughs> they're like the whole thing is religion. <laughs> um but then i think like Especially, so I I probably formed my own opinion at some point in there, but I think when I started studying yoga, yeah, that really shaped this uh, whole other okay way of thinking and believing, which is like 
I think gods and deities, especially doing this master's program and studying different like Indic faiths and thinking about like Christianity. Mm-hmm. And I don't know much about a lot of other religions, but just even comparing those, it's like the guy, the god, the deity, the figure There's always overlap. seems... Well, it just always seems like a figurehead for the point. And uh-huh. the point is energy. Yeah. And that's what's... Being nice to people is a nice thing. But also, like, what you're saying of, like... Like, their ener- science versus religion. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's so much actual crossover, but we're just calling it by different things. Like, yes. energy is true, period. And, yeah. like, I think, like, higher power... Obviously, there's some sort of, like, magic to for example the beginning of the universe mm-hmm. we yeah. still have so many questions to get through in like 15 know, minutes but like really big one but like i just think there's there's something to just like energy and you can call it whatever you want but the point is when i think of like higher power and afterlife i'm like the universe the energetic universe is all powerful because yeah. it's literally everything and I've seen some really powerful quotes actually recently about that that maybe I can find in post. But the afterlife, I'm like, I don't believe in heaven and hell. Mm-mm. And I don't necessarily believe in reincarnation. We don't have and, answers to Unless these you're saying energy reincarnated to be something else energetically because that's scientifically factual yeah. that like energy is not created or destroyed. So like when we die, our physical vessel will perish. Right. But the energy that fuels us becomes something else. Like it like merges and unmerges and merges and unmerges. And right now we've merged into human form. I believe that. The fascinating thing for me is watching how religion, and of course there's so many religions that exist, but there is like the more common religion. Yeah. But how religion has sort of moved their boundaries or their factual They're picky information and based on how science yeah. has progressed. It's yeah. changed because you can't argue some of the, the things that come out. And I yeah. remember being a kid because my dad is a science guy and my yeah. mom is a religious person. And my dad and I would have conversations that would spur questions and my mom would go to our priest and ask him and he didn't have, he, his only answer was you just have to have faith. And that started to break my mom yeah. that I, she finally sort of She's understands like, grow up, but from. what do I do? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that there's just a lot of, there's just, it's a big discussion, but I don't think that you should be living your life based off of a book. Here's the thing. Believe whatever you want. Yeah. Live within a book yes. if you want. But like Be don't other people. But don't force that on other people. Read yes. the abortion conversation yeah, yeah. and many other similar topics. Totally. Like I can talk in science terms and you can like disagree, but like it's factual. Right. We can talk in religious terms and disagree and like let people disagree. But right. instead it's caused every war ever. It's true. You know. It's true. I wrote a paper on this in in act in college that like was a big uh, moment for me and my like family specifically with my mom um, but it has like created a lot of really positive conversations from it but it's interesting it's like I think religion brings some good stuff but it brings a lot of bad stuff and it's just worth yeah. looking about looking at talking about but 
Yeah. It depends, I think, on how steadfast you are. If it brings you comfort, great. If it's affecting someone else's life that doesn't believe in that religion, fuck off. My grandmother crushes it. She is a Catholic who does her rosaries every night, but she is so welcoming and will never, like, never disown anybody or make them feel unwelcomed because of who they're sleeping with who they're friends with. And I think that like, that's the key to it. It's like, believe whatever you want. But don't impose Let that on people live else. their lives. Yeah. If you're not hurting somebody, it's not hurting anybody else. <sighs> okay. We've got 20 so questions, questions and 10 minutes. Okay, we got Are you this. ready? Yep. What is your love language? Let's say, Ooh. what do you like to receive? I have two. Okay. Uh, physical touch. Yeah. And I think words of affirmation. Those are my two. I think I'm... I think, well, I think I'm all of them actually, but I think touch, quality time, and words are my mains. Yeah. I, I want think to quality time is, is, is also part of that. But I think if I'm getting the other two, I can do less quality time. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, do you read or watch the news? How do you get your news? I think that that's, I'm going to try to keep this as short as possible, but I have like really <laughs> gone through different versions of this uh, over the past few years. It's like an election since, year. Since 2016, uh-huh. I'm like really trying to like be mentally <laughs> sound um, this year. Yeah. Um, I have found my reliable sources that really do a good job of keeping things neutral and giving you the facts. Mm-hmm. A lot of those people came from you. Um, I read that I, I used to, like take it in every day like yeah. i would wake up and i would look at that but that i don't think was great for my mental no. health so coming into this new election year like i'm gonna check in when i need to but i really am trying to filter it like i don't want to be they don't know what's going on in the world right because that's terrible like we should know what's going on because that's going to help us yeah. move in the right direction but i also don't need it to be affecting my mental health negatively because then i'm not the best version of me to yeah. like make a difference in the world yeah. So I'm finding that balance, but I think the key is, you know, yeah. trying to find things that aren't sensationalized, you know? Yes. Or exaggerated. Yes. Yeah. I think I don't read or watch the news so much as I get news from particular channels yep. that I've curated and chosen. And I understand that some may say that's an echo chamber. It is. Sure. Um, but there, it's an echo chamber that I've chosen and I feel exactly the same way. I want to know what's going on, but I can't. I don't need to be exposed to every detail of everything happening in global news because mm-hmm. it's too much. And there's just literally nothing I, as one person, can do about all of that. I'm doing what I can with what I have. Yeah. And I I can't... I want to be in the know, but I don't need to be, like, submerged. Yeah. I think it's a mental health thing. Yeah. It's, it's one thing if I had like the billions of dollars that some of these people have and I could actually affect, yep. I could really affect like yep. global economies, but I can't. Yep. So like I want to, I don't want to be ignorant. <laughs> I want to be informed, but I also don't want to make myself sick. Yeah, exactly. It's balance. Um, anyway, do you believe in soulmates? Uh, I believe in, um, I think you can have more than one soulmate. Yeah. I, I believe soulmates aren't also always romantic. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I think Larry's um, one of my soulmates and I think you're one of my, I'm in the room with two of my soulmates, I feel. I agree. Right now. I agree. Um, yeah, I don't think that it's as black and white as like soulmate is one person forever. I think that you know who your people are and they like bring different things to your life, but it yeah. doesn't different have to lessons. be putting, I don't think anybody can give you everything in life. No. 
Nor should they. 34. Would you rather drive or be a passenger in a car? Drive. I'd rather be a passenger. We're made for each other. <laughs> 35. If you could be any animal, what would you be? Ooh. Dog. I think I'd be an ostrich. I know that. If you know, you know. I do. 36. What superpower would you want to have? I go back and forth from like reading people's minds, but I also think Ooh, that, that could be scary. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I think that there would be a lot of negativity that comes. Yeah. With that, uh, R.E. True Blood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, I do think invisibility would be really cool too. Yeah. I think I do. I think I would do invisibility or the ability to fly as if the flying was I knew fast. That. I knew it. Because, like a transport, like a quick, yeah, a quick. And transport. I need to be able to somehow put luggage on my back when I'm flying. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm going, I'm avoiding Delta at yeah, this yeah. point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Would you rather be able to travel into the future or the past if you could pick one? Future. Really? Yeah. I don't want to change my past because it's part of who I am now. Even if just to see, future. Yeah, but because like, why would I want to see my past? It could no, it could be like far into the past. Oh, like you could go back into like history or future, future. into like even past your own future. I think future. I think future too because <laughs> because I but I would want to go maybe even beyond myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's fair, but I think just future because for sure. I guess it's the same argument for backwards. Like I'm like because I'll never get to see it. I'll never get to see history either. But I think history was fucked. And I want to see where we're headed yeah, with all the things that are changing. Yeah, maybe some peace of mind. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Ugh. Um, if you had to live in a different city or state or country, where would you move if you had to move tomorrow? London. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know my answer for that. I knew that yours would probably be yeah. London. That was yeah. going to be my guess for you. Yeah. I think I would pick somewhere European, but I'm not sure. Okay. Actually. You can just move to London with me. Okay, I'll figure it out there. <laughs> I'll just move there and figure it out. You can take a train wherever you want. Would you rather be able to speak to animals or be fluent in every language? Animals. <laughs> me too. <laughs> That'd be so cool. It would. It'd be Way so better. cool. I wish I were fluent in Spanish and with animals. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I definitely wish that I would That's be fluent in more languages, but animals for fucking sure. Okay, we're flying. We're doing great. Are you a planner or go with the flow, girl? Go with the flow. I'm a planner. Which Actually, is so funny as a gooser of this, I know. Of this family. <laughs> I know, but I know. That's I'm a, true. I'm a gooser. I could even plan to not have plans, but I do have to have a plan. Does that make sense? I think it depends. Yeah, it does, because it depends on the day for me. But I think generally, like, I like, I feel so much peace and relief from, like, not having a schedule. Yeah. I do. I do value freedom of time. Yeah. But because within that, I get to schedule whatever yeah, yeah. I want. Yeah, That's fair. Okay, astrological sign, we already said. Do you Gemini. remember? Scorpio. <laughs> What's a movie you could watch every day? Every day? Mm-hmm. Mine's last holiday. I don't care what I was going to say is. the holiday. Ooh. Because I've seen it so many times that I feel like it's tried and true. Like, I don't get sick of it, and it does make me happy. It's also not like I have to sit and watch it. I'm yeah. just turning. If I yeah, had yeah, to turn yeah. it on every day and, like. Yeah. That or Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. Because there will be moments that I'm, like, pure joy from that. I should watch it again. We'll watch it together. Would you call yourself brave? It depends on the circumstances, but I think as I age, I get more and more brave. I would say yes for both of us. Do you have a favorite type of exercise? (laughs) Hey, whatever Kayla tells me to do. (laughs) 
Um, We've been working out together for like a year. It's not cardio, I'll tell you that. No? No. Um, I like cardio. I like, I like, I do too, but like if I'm picking, I will do weights all day. Weights. Weights are my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I like abs too. Weights are my favorite and hiking. Hiking is not on my list. I will do it with you any day, but like I'm too embarrassed to do it with anybody else. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Which phone app do you use the most? Instagram. Me too. Yeah. Although it's switching to TikTok more. I feel that like I open I, Instagram I lately and I'm with. just like, Ugh. what? It works for work for me. Like, you know, I have my organized folders and I have oh a God. whole thing. <laughs> we should talk about that. Yeah. Uh, different time. Yeah. Um, do you prefer cooking dinner or going out to eat? Ooh, it depends. It really depends for me. I think... If I'm going out to eat with a bunch of people that I just have to like go to a place that makes everybody else really happy, like I don't want to go out to eat because vegan gluten free. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if I'm going out to eat with somebody like you or you know who cares? Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I gives love a, a dinner experience, yeah, yeah. but I also like cooking at home. I like I love cooking, but I would pick going out if I'd given the option. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's in part because I I'll eat anything. Yeah, like and I we also go to any place. great restaurants in this city. We do. Like, like if if I lived where my unending. parents live, no shame. Sorry, guys. Cooking, uh, cooking for sure. For sure. Um, do you believe in ghosts? You know, I go back and forth. This is like the science brain of me versus the not. And I have had experiences that I cannot explain that my science brain like mm-hmm. doesn't know what to do with. So I think I'm a little bit in the middle there. Yeah, I think I am too. I've never had any like supernatural experience and I don't believe in ghosts the same way I don't believe in God. But do I believe in like, it It comes back to energy for me of like, is there energy in limbo? For sure. Yeah. Because I don't know how quickly energy transforms into the next yeah. thing. I don't know. We don't have answers. We don't have answers. And I think it's, I think that it's the most important thing in conversations like religion and afterlife and spirituality and ghosts and whatever is just to i really value when people are able to say i don't know but this is what i think right yeah like i think just the i don't know but is the most important part i'm sorry you don't know idiot if you sit here and think we have answers for and everything. make laws based on it yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm sorry I, grow I, up there is the little in-between zone i meant to do my cup of water hold on maybe i'll drink a whole other one in yeah. the last few questions what do you think it means to be healthy i think that that's a personal um choice i don't think it's something that everybody is in touch with i work really hard to be in touch with it for my own um health and i'm i just think it's listening to your body um what i don't think it means is to be like skinny no absolutely not um it's what feels good in your body yeah i think it's like i think there can be someone who looks aesthetically healthy who's constantly complaining about how tired they are Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. and has a bunch of like ailments and sleeps like shit i think what it means to be healthy is indeed very personal because like what works in terms of diet for you may not work for me and vice versa. Yeah. What works for sleep schedule, like Dakota Johnson recently in an interview saying she would prefer to sleep 14 hours a night, yeah. like t- last night not being included because I very much overslept, but like I'm typically a seven hours a night girly mm-hmm. if left to my own devices with no alarm. Like I just think like if you feel good most of the time, 
Yeah. And whatever that looks like in, in terms of like, not just even food and beverage and exercise, but just like how you're spending your time, who you're spending it with. It's so All true. of the things. Your work contributes to your health. Like balance in general contributes to health. I've had this discussion with a few people too. And I think that some people like... It's not fun work to figure out the things that don't make you feel good and like cut that out of your life. That's part of my like dietary journey. Yeah. I think a lot of people realize that things don't make them feel good and continue to do it. Yeah, because for sure. once you Which cut is a it choice. out, of course, once you cut it out, you realize like, oh shit, that actually makes me feel so good. But that means that I have to stick to But that this means thing. I can't have pizza from right. Domino's exactly. ever so again. I think yeah. that there is something to that as well. Like there's a willingness there, but I do think your body tells you what you need yeah. and like how to be the healthiest. It's just a matter of if we listen to it. Yeah, I think what it means to be healthy is like striking your own personal balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, hold on. Cup's empty. Let's see. That was the fastest drink. I'm hydrated. She's nothing if not hydrated. Okay, we're definitely over time, but we only have two questions left. Great. What impresses you the most? Ooh, I think people that are really confident in themselves and mm. and understanding... I think that there's a really beautiful balance of being confident in yourself and also being aware of other people's emotions. Mm -hmm. So I think striking that balance is really challenging to do. Hmm. And I think that's impressive to me. I feel like I had an answer and it's like now that I'm thinking of it, it doesn't sound right. But my answer was going to be what impresses me the most is like reliability Mm. and consistency. Actually, I stand by it. Yeah, I think consistency is a big thing. That, yeah. I will say, is one of mine as well. What impresses me the most? Yeah. I think that goes with communication. Inconsistency turns me off so much. Sure. So I think what impresses me is consistency, and I think reliability goes yep. hand in hand. Okay. Last Final one. question. 50. Can you believe? It's not even a big one, but it could be, I guess. What is more important in life to you, excitement or stability? Ooh, mm-hmm. I think it's it's hard because I want to say excitement. That's like my default answer. Yeah. However, I do think that there's a balance. Mm-hmm. I think that there's like stability that breeds excitement. Mm-hmm. I don't necess- necessarily think excitement breeds stability, which is why I think there's that like yeah beautiful middle zone which is a non-answer answer, but I really, I, that's something I've been thinking about personally. Me too. <laughs> yeah. And I think yeah. that there is, I really do think there's a balance. I agree. I think for example, my go-to would be excitement, obviously, yeah. but I think like taking my last seven months or whatever, as an example of like, mm-hmm. it's been a lot of excitement, a lot of travel, a lot of doing cool things, going cool places, meeting cool people, whatever. It's not that it doesn't breed stability, but it's not inherently stable. Yep. And I think this year, one of my, not that we made this an episode about resolutions, but like one of mine is to travel less. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is not like if a partner I was interested in wanted to go away on a trip or something, I would go for sure. But I think I just want to travel less because I'm not doing anything else. Right. Because I don't think I'm creating any fertile ground for stability by constantly going. I'm go, 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 go all the time. And it is exciting, but 
like I said, this one past trip was very lonely and isolating and not what I expected. And I think what I've realized I'm lacking is just stability. Yeah. So I feel like I want to create stability that I really enjoy that feels exciting that yeah. and doesn't feel like I'm being chained down to like a table or like a desk mm-hmm. or a person mm-hmm. that I don't want to be chained down to. But um, I feel like stability excites me in this moment. Yeah, which I think is like a balance. Yes, which, which could still include travel yeah. and like all kinds of shenanigans and chaos monster moments. You can Scott. have excitement yeah. and stability but i don't know if you can have excitement it's what you said i think stability can be excitement i don't know if the vice versa is yeah. true yeah i think excitement is kind of just excitement yeah we only went six minutes over my goal that's really great good. the wine is gone the wine's gone we've got shit to do we do we gotta go yeah um we're not doing resolutions, even though we both kind of have some. Yeah, but um, I think that's, you know. Here's what I think we should do. At the energetic new year, which is in three months, yes, according to our Chris, yep. we should do resolutions then. Okay, I think that's fair. We're going to have a better idea of like what the year looks like. Yeah, yes. And that's a whole other thing. If you've never heard of, like we follow this calendar, but there's an actual like energetic, yeah. psych- like cyclic new year, which isn't for three more months. So if you're feeling... Yeah. This helped me a lot last year. If you're feeling like, oh, it's the new year. I should be like Mm -hmm. starting fresh and feeling anew and making resolutions and starting. Actually, like if you're going according to biology and energy again, you shouldn't be for a couple more months. Like you're still in your like winter. And it's okay to not feel it at this time. Yeah. So everyone needs to just relax a little bit. Um, that's all I have prepared for today. 50 questions to get to know us a lot better. Are those all of our words? I was going to say a little better. Yeah, those are all of our words for now. Okay, bye. Bye.